looking at renovating my bathroom really finding it hard to choose between gas hot water or a new cylinder Mm, see this is finally a topic i'd like to weigh in on (laughs) you guys a fan of the passion pop um i'm not a 15 year old girl getting steamed at a house party center you know, I was always real bummed that I never made it into that, end. you know, the pamphlet they put out at the <laughs> start of the national season. Oh, that was good. Oh, man, I wanted to be in that. He'd and already made it, his own bike. And owned his own bike company at 24 years old. What am I doing with my life? Someone going to get knocked out? Because he just punches the air <laughs> in a real aggressive manner downhill dead certainly wrap it up we're done (laughs) (laughs) show's over this will be the last free ride New Zealand podcast hello and welcome back to another episode of the free ride New Zealand podcast this week live in studio all the way down from Wellington James Rennie great to have you here James thanks mate Really nice to be in studio. It's a lavish studio you've got here. Oh, it's good, isn't it? Right outside that the That free Z money is just really up in the game. Yeah. We must be making a book. It must be about time we got paid, I think. Yes, mm. definitely. Who's paying us, Karen? I don't know. Which brings me to my next guest. We've got Karen back in the studio. KB, how are you? I'm excellent. Thank you, Jay. Yeah. It's yeah. great to see your smiling faces here. Oh, how could us? I not be smiling with Red Dog here in studio? Yeah. And that brings me to the next point. Uh, beside me, there is no one. Where is Dan Sims? Dan the Durian has... Everyone knows what it's like. When you're a parent, you have a sick child at home. It's tough, so Dan is looking after his child. I think he got upset because I told him we didn't want to talk about wine. <laughs> I wanted to talk about wine. That's, that's yeah, well, that's kind of that's kind of messed us up for our next segment. So Dan's wine match of the week, not fucking happening this week, is it? Well, I think if we go this week, if we go with maybe a, a Jacob's Creek. That's a beautiful uh, budget brand you find at your local supermarket <laughs> Dan's just like whoa you guys like or rolling in his if brain. you want something a bit fancier a Bernardino Spumanti yeah Spumanti's a really yeah. strong you guys a fan of the passion pop um, I'm not a 15 year old girl getting steamed at a house party so no but you were once I was once a 15 year old girl yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pretty hot um, do you guys have any follow up from last week last week last yeah. month I can't. I can't even remember what we talked about. So I have. No I don't know. It was two races ago because Jay just didn't put in for leaves and then <laughs> left and went to Whistler and we missed the last race. Dropped, so. dropped the ball and yeah. took off. Oh yeah, guys. See ya. Was that a planned trip or did you just spur of the moment get FOMO and just head over? Yeah, no, that was very planned. Okay. That had been planned well, you, for just a long did, time. you didn't put your leave request in, so oh, you didn't know. No, you didn't check your uh, mailbox. Ah, oh, okay. It would have gone in your junk mail or something. Yeah, probably. yeah. Anything from you comes to my junk mail. That's fair. Um, hey, while we've got the attention of the eight people that listen to us, if you can, can they leave a review yet? Yeah, it should be able to. If you could leave us a, a review, yeah. uh, if you could subscribe, if you could tell one other person, because apparently, a few stars, more than one. No, just five stars, and then in the comments, just say whatever you like about how mm. bad we are. Yeah, but just give us five stars. Make a personal. Yeah, five stars is good. And if anyone knows how to make more people listen to this, like tell a friend if. These eight people tell a friend. There'll be sixteen people that may listen. Oh, so four people will drop off though, so we'll true, be up so to we'll twelve. Be, but if we can, yeah, if we can get over, double digits, if we can get double digits, that'd be fantastic. But yeah, that'd be really good if uh, if you could do that. So, um, should we move straight on to our first section, listener questions? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, I've got one. Yeah. So I'm gonna. This one was actually for Dan, but Dan's not here, so. I know we don't really know anything without Dan, but uh, I'll Did put it to you anyway. one listener question? One worth having, yeah. Okay, what were the <laughs> others? Can you read us ones that aren't worth having? 
<laughs> no, Kieran's got them all. Oh, okay. Uh, Broken Lines MTV asks the new Fox Live Valve thoughts. This was going to Dan, but uh, I actually read about this this morning. So, do you oh. feel like you're in a place where you can answer this? Can I? Yeah. Can oh, I okay, but you quickly you, interject. Yeah. Um, Broken Lines MTV. What's his first name again? Sorry, I met him last week. I can't remember exactly what his name was. Finley. Finley. Please don't ask suspicious questions for Dan. We'll be here all night. Thank God he's not here. He even he even put a like, We talked about this at Scotty Brown's last week. To to your resident suspension expert, <laughs> Dan Sims. Um but yeah, on my side I haven't read anything about it, so I've got no comment. I don't even know what it is, so it's but <laughs> it's all you. I read about it this morning and but I'm a I'm a tech fan myself, much like Dan Sims, although I won't spend waste so much of your time talking about it. Um, it's basically uh, the valves opening and closing, so locking out and opening via like a computer. So there's some form of intelligence there. There's sensors that uh, sense the wheels moving and open and close the suspension. Huh. Could it be called like an e-shock? It's like a CNC shock. I mean, sure. Is your phone an e-phone? That's an iPhone. Okay. So it's an e-shock. It's your cigarette and e-cigarette. um no uh the so i don't know i read about it and it actually as much as it it sort of baffles me a little bit as to how it works it actually seemed pretty cool all i read was that it can react a hundred times faster than the blink of your eye yeah so it's pretty quick so it's pretty quick it did the one thing i was concerned about is that it it's sensing feedback from the trail whereas I know, I guess, when you ride, you also have inputs into the suspension in terms of, like, hopping and jumping over stuff. And what from what I read, that was could be hit and miss. So, mm. like, sometimes the suspension would be open and sometimes it would be firm. Yeah. And so there's, like, inconsistency there. But I reckon it's... I don't know. I think it's probably... Coming. You just did a thing with your voice, which sounded similar to when you're like breaking up on the usual thing. So it's kind of like you're still online. You're oh, like, that's good. Yeah. See, maybe, so you, maybe you're not always just breaking up. Yeah, it's you just, just your thought voice. It was, yeah, it was just my voice. <laughs> you just thought it. You was just talk like you've got a slow connection. Maybe you have a brain tumor. Mm, potentially, yeah, maybe it'll explain a lot of things. Eh? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Um, now, like, I'm going to hand this section over to Karen. So I got a few questions. The bulk of them are. Gwyn related <laughs> and um, yeah so really they're all kind of based around the race from La Bresse, so there's probably not really anything that we should bring up now okay, was there let, a race prior to La Bresse, or did, did, did they leave was... Europe for a World Cup this year or uh, maybe nah. they, do they go anywhere well else? I mean Crankworks is on mm. and one of us really enjoy Crankworks but not us not, not me had a good time <laughs> but uh, there yeah. was there was a race in Canada, which was the only it's the uh, greatest World Cup, the only World time. Cup to not be held in Europe this year, I believe. Yeah. Am I right in yeah, saying I think that? So yeah, it was French speaking. Yeah, so Canada, it's pretty, pretty so close to Europe, pretty yeah. Euro. But um, so there's been no in, oh no, Fort William obviously. <clears throat> mm. That's kind of Europeish. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Mont Saint Anne World Cup. So we missed that obviously for our regular listeners it would be obviously we're hanging out refreshing their podcast at a couple yeah. of weeks ago sorry had guys hate mail about it people were like where's the podcast for the record kb and i wanted to do it but we asked jay how to do it and he said that he's too busy just in the underground and whistler mm. getting steamed at like mojo <laughs> full moon parties <laughs> and just, 
Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't. He was at Garth's. Did you go to Garth's? <laughs> no. No, Good I've, call. I've not been to Garth's. I've I've been the closest I've been is I with I was with Eddie, <laughs> Eddie and Kurt, yeah, and um they they were trying to get us all to go in there, but I was pretty keen to. Is Garth's a place so. under, that's underground, kind of like uh, they down. All the seedy ones are basically underground. I think. Well, not seedy, but you know, like night caves. Yeah, yeah. Whistler yeah. is not a nice place to be after midnight on like a Friday to Sunday what's nah, after dark okay. it's not it's not the like beautiful well, clean friendly tourist place that it is during the day not when you're as old as like we are we just like I want to go home to bed the, like the Longhorns at, on a Sunday afternoon during Crankworks at like 2 o'clock with the fucking DJ on the roof yes. and there's already and the, people with their tops off what about the misters do they have yeah, the and they're standing yeah. on the table and yeah. there was it's just insane yeah, it's, it's like guys it's, it's a Sunday and it's yeah. at 2 o'clock it's yeah. God's day yeah did you get on the? You would have got on the Caesars though, eh? Have you had ever had a Caesar? Is that the? Um, is that the tomato? Yeah, and yeah. they just have it for bre- like breakfast and stuff. Have you had one? Pretty, They're it's pretty horrific. rude. It's pretty rude. I have, I know what it is. They try to ha- make me have one, yeah, but I yeah. wasn't it's having because like, it had like it had like clam salami in it, and it had it's a drink. It's it's like a bad Bloody Mary. Yeah, it's got like clamato and chlamydia. Oh, it's... It's horrific. It's kind of salty. That sounds disgusting. Yeah, it sounds like chlamydia for sure. Pretty rough. Protein, on the other hand, that's fine. Yep, protein. Love protein. So anyway, we're way off topic. We've gone off pace. But I I feel like this is what the people want. They Uh, want. They do. Do want pace? They want want, want pace. They want. They want to hear you skiing over the rocks. It gets the the people going. We're always skiing Um, over the rocks. But we we were talking about Mont Saint Anne. I was going to tell a story about how I didn't watch it. But I sort of I was editing photos from that day, and I had about an hour, so I skipped to watch Brooke, Sam, and the top three. I think that's not a bad effort. You know, at least I tried. I wanted to see who won, and uh, it was really awesome to see Loic win because I like him. I think he's a good guy. He's one of yeah. my faves. No, I was, I was pretty pumped to see him win. It was a good result for him. Always pumped to see Loic on top. So I mean, I kind of, to be completely honest, I haven't. It's kind of been a bit purged out of my brain because I've had the breast since then, so I can't remember a lot. I guess the biggest story of the weekend was that Amory Perrin wrapped up the World Cup title with one round to go. Yeah, what a great first season. <laughs> Unbelievable, man. Like, looking at his results, at Lossinge, he went 16th. We didn't even talk about him after that race because 16th wasn't on the radar, eighth at all. Like, True, whatever. Yeah, because yeah, he really hadn't. <clears throat> made the mark made that no. mark that he was going to and then he goes on a on a three race win streak rampage yeah pulls the second at round five in Andorra and then um, yeah Monson and fourth place and that wraps up the title for him and uh, he's got the monster helmet now yeah now that's something I uh, wanted to talk yeah. about yeah. this is marketing in its lowest form I feel like they just bought that title at the end of the season like come on 11th hour 11th hour they come in here's your deal and here's your helmet yeah we won the world cup championship like come on guys like sponsor him and and give him the helmet but don't put like the number one world cup championship like we've been here for you the whole time Emery the whole time like nah it wasn't like I mean it's cool and good on him because he's probably getting some cash which is fine but like I kind of feel like it would have could have been a, done a bit classier, like not done that whole thing for a start. Like they should have left it till this week and been like, Monster Energy signs 
Yeah, roll it out at world champs or something. What yeah. do you think, Jay? What do you think there was a good move from Monster? I didn't even hear about the bit that you're talking about. I just saw Amory's posts with his helmet. Yeah. And I was like, oh, rad. Monster's got on board. He's obviously got a bunch of cash. Yeah. Um, but I didn't see them being like, oh, I don't, oh, know, I don't know, follow anything from about Monster. It's just like... It's got a big number one on it. Yeah. I just, I just kind of felt like it was a bit... Yeah, like, yeah, we won the title. We've been there for you the whole time. But it's like last race. He's already wrapped up the title and uh, like yeah we're number one okay tangent um, I got another tangent this one's for you Karen which is actually on my list um Greg Minar how come he doesn't have a Red Bull helmet there's something I've always wondered he's never had a helmet deal until now and he's got like this Cliff Bar one going on yeah I think that's what I saw and I was like hey Cliff Bar helmet why does he not have a Red Bull helmet kind of amazing he's the greatest of all time and there's not like a better South African downhill racer that yeah. has it Red Bull always seems to go in for the young guys. I kind of feel like they go in, they want to develop people. You know, like, you don't see a lot of older guys. Yeah, just even yet. so, though, like, Greg Benar hasn't always been 36. No, yeah, I but know, he's like, always been at the older spec- end of the spectrum, yeah. especially since Red Bull's involvement, I think. Mm. Get, get Greg a helmet. Yeah. What would, you get him? would Red Bull be the pinnacle for him, KB? Or I would think, you want to see him in? Would you see Cliff Bar's probably more wholesome, though? You know, for a for a manifestation. energy. Would you rather salmon? <laughs> would you rather salmon a Red Bull helmet or Greenhaven fish and chips, or just a standard helmet, but it wasn't an O'Neill one? That okay. The second choice. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Now, I, I don't know. Was there a reason? Like, is he against that? Or yeah, I, I mean, mean maybe, you say maybe, maybe maybe there's something there. Yeah, but know, yeah, I've kind of that totally is something cool. that I have wondered. Like, he's the know. elder statesman of the sport. And especially because, like, who else out of South Africa are they going to yeah, have not as like a the, Red Bull athlete? There's not a better yeah. chance. And he's the greatest of all time, mm. so it's not like he hasn't earned it. Yeah, maybe maybe there's something there and he's turned it down. Maybe he doesn't want to be tied to an energy drink. I don't know. Will yeah. he lose the greatest of all time name when Gwyn beats his winner? Probably not. Well, I don't know. If he's not the greatest of all time, then he won't be the greatest of all time. Gwyn's career is not going to span what has it span. Hmm. Like, but does that make you the greatest of all time? Yeah, because he's been there for so long. Like, he won Worlds when, in 2001 One. on Haro. When he was 19? Yeah. And... No, like, he did, it wasn't 2001. He won the overall in 2001. Yeah, 2001 was on Global. In 2003, he won the World Champs on Haro. Like, it's 2018. It's yeah. He's still going. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have your general like, question. It's like of the mountain weekend, bike right? Wikipedia. Yeah, <laughs> basically, especially because yeah. at the moment I've got a stack of old dirt mags in my gym, and they're like oh one, oh two, oh three, and I just flick through them in between stuff. So it's great I mean, times. I'm yeah. reminiscing. I don't even if, know what was happening in 2003. If KB's referencing his home gym, it must be time to move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's kind of all I remember from MSA. I remember in practice it was a bit wet. Yeah, the photos looked a bit yeah, moody. It looked, it looked horrific oh, for those first couple. Well, of days. I don't know, and I can't remember. Was the X class parked under the jump? Nah. nah. Oh fuck off! Was it not? Nah. I can't. I can't remember the X class was. They added that new section. What do you think of the new section? Yeah, that's good because that's an awful corner that they yeah, took out, and it caught people gnarly. out too. So I was like, hey, they, they put something technical in that caught people out. Oh yeah, I liked it. It slowed that bit down a bit. I, I thought it was cool it was that cool. they went back to going over the. Um, cafe deck at the top of the yeah, track as well because when yeah. i first when i first raced there in 2006 that was where the track went over there as well and i was like cool that's a throwback did we like, do that in 09 
Nah, we went down and into the corner, straight down, turned, hooked a left, like the usual, straight ahead. We didn't do That's the nearly a decade thing. ago. We didn't do the rolly thing. How does that make you feel? What? That's almost a decade ago. I know, I know. Simsy and I should go on a like Do you a, feel like you're tour. still in your prime at the moment? Oh, definitely not. Yeah. I'm not no? in my prime. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, you, had him, you had him sold for a second there. He was like, oh, oh okay, no, you said definitely not. Right, okay. Do I look like I'm in my prime? Well, I don't know what you look like in your prime. So you might look like you're in your prime. My prime, everyone knows, my prime was 2008 and at Carker and Nelson. And we can get into this in detail. It's a very, very specific prime. I mean, I have to say that's pretty much That was my, that was, that season was me and my prime. You said you were going to wear the Alpine Stars t-shirt. I couldn't find it. Oh, I I almost wore a GT jersey in honour of the Labrest result. Ah, you could have ridden that GT road bike around here. I could have. Didn't. What else? I liked... The fact that it was tight between Troy and Lowick. Um, yeah, there was not. That Sinan. was there was nothing. That was like yeah, a pretty thin win there. Because oh, I'm a Troy fan. I just like I like his style, and he's always like consistently good, like top five. He's pretty much consistently top. It's pretty funny too. It seems like he's got a bit of personality. Yeah. Well, uh, that's interesting because like I've never things. I've never really been a massive Troy fan, uh, and I thought the opposite like he, he seems, to, he seems to joke around a bit yeah, like, yeah. So he made the load video yeah, yeah like, but then I also good. commented on that that he's stepped up his, his personality yeah. game he's alright but he's just never been a standout for me oh I just think I just like the way he rides he's definitely mostly. a good rider it's pretty cool I like his style and his bike setup always looks pretty bang on mm-hmm. although like and he's a uh, similar stature to you as well well like, he's actually he's a Dan Sims like, I think he's shorter than that shorter than you yeah Dan Sims uh, what about anything else like um, oh, the only other thing I can really or? remember I can't even remember what the results were Tani or Tracy were first and se- uh, not Tracy Tani and Rachel were first and second some order I can't remember exactly which way but anyway it was reasonably close between them going into the final round I don't think either of them listen but, why uh, did you ask them uh, no, they didn't. They didn't come up to me and say, "Hey, hey we're big fans." Hey, big fans Tani, the, uh, uh, just wondering, do you listen to this podcast I do with these wounders? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Thibaut De Prater, I think his name is, wrapped up De, the junior. De, how do you say his name? De, De, Pro, De, De Prater or yeah. something. He wrapped up the junior men's title. His comments yeah. rider as well. So that team wrapped up the elite and the junior title at Mount Sinai. Yeah, very impressive. Yeah, Very impressive. The root, like what that team has come from, mm. it's amazing. Yeah, it, yeah. And if this has been a good year, and for, if Miriam hadn't got hurt, like she would have been fully in contention for the overall two. Yeah. Like, definitely on the podium. That team went from I know I've talked about it before, but a privateer team that that was the two brothers and the mum and dad started to just for the two brothers to go racing. Right. So yeah, it was pretty impressive stuff from that team. So good on your common soul factory racing. Well, let's stick in with Canada for a little bit. I know we've already we've had a go at Crankworks already, but let's let's talk about Crankworks uh, briefly. Something that's near and dear to my heart um, because I was there. You do love Crankworks. Sven Martin. You know what happened to him, right? Where did he crash? Uh, dirt Merchant. On the new bit. Yeah. On that hip. No. Do you know there's a hip on, the on mo- Dirt yeah. Merchant? There's a new hip on Bullshit. Dirt Merchant. Bullshit. I think oh, if man. you if you're I didn't on see Instagram, any social media about it. If no. you go on Instagram, you can see it. There are some pictures, I think. Oh. Of the new hat. Of I've new just hip. heard whispers. I haven't seen any footage. No, but no. I think it's on there. If you go onto Instagram, and uh, I'm sure there'll be something, but mm. I'm not. I'm not yeah. Interesting. 
can't confirm nor deny that it okay. is there. Yeah. Um, but there is a bridge drop that they've built going over. Uh, like a squid catcher kind of thing, stop people from riding that aren't meant to? Or no. Is it further down? Does it start at the same start? Do it mention or they put a new start? This on is it? this is way further down. Okay. This is this is I think this is going over a track down the bottom, like yeah. over easy street or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, and it's just like a big wooden platform, straight drop, just like a the one at the Crankworx course, only yeah. smaller. Yeah. And I believe that he went over there and like punctured a lung and broke some ribs and broke, broke like some three ribs. ribs yeah. Really fucked he himself up. He can have punctured. Nah, he just he broke, flew, broke ribs. I think he flew too quick for that. Yeah. Did he? Oh, well, I, 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 I heard it was a, a lung because he went to. But I heard it was bad. He was in a rest, rest, so yeah. no. Nah, you yeah. can't fly. But he, he got beaten up pretty good anyway. Yeah, he got hammered, which sucks. It was it was pretty bad, and like having Sven out, that's a pretty big deal to the to the mountain bike media community. You know, he's big dog on campus. Yeah, he is a big dog. The boss dog. Um, so that was that was something the enduro in, uh, what's that EWS mm-hmm. I think we should um, we should touch on that because Ed Masters third place he was in the hot seat yeah. for ages yeah. back to back third places for him in enduro talk series races talking of back to back Martin Mays yeah hey we haven't got there yet won the enduro he did <laughs> <laughs> we're there <laughs> and uh, rumour has it I'm not sure on this but he might have won another race yeah. if you haven't seen that by now yeah we'll, we'll get into that in a minute but you know it's, yeah. it's rumour that were uh, did you shoot you obviously shot the EWS or Whistler I shot like Everything. a very small amount of it oh, you what? shot photos at the finish of the last yeah. station yeah. boom sure did. how are they going over yeah. that well there's no GLC drop anymore though is no. there it's gone it's gone um, but no that was a, um, I mean not that you can really like watch enduro but you know like while it's going on but i enjoyed following that there's some pretty tight racing going on i'm getting a bit more into it because the live feed or like the live text thing plus the live timing you can actually sort of follow you like oh this person's dropped and they start this person's currently leading and then someone else drops and they get there and you can kind of follow it you know it's not as easy watching it on television you have to be pretty invested but you can work out and you watch the overall and who's currently leading and yeah their race is good though because they do they do have the live the feed live at the end of the last stage so that, i watched that, that last stage is that was a big one that's oh, from that, top of the world it must be down horrific. i think it was like in practice they were doing it in like 23 minutes or something yeah. that like that's a long way it's so far it's i've a, done it a few times and that, that, so those trails it was like 12 kilometers or something you know yeah, what you know what whistler's like at the end yeah of, it's horrific it's just like breaking bumps everywhere yeah. and even coming down those kind of trails so they were pretty smashed you by basically the time they like when i've done it you basically ride a bike like as bad as you've ever ridden a bike for like <laughs> <laughs> it's so brutal and like i don't know how they do it all day long because i'm smoked after two stages there mm. like that's first time black car i've been smoked because they're rough even though they're not long like they're super rough and everything's blown apart. They were interesting, interesting track that they chose this year not to start with top of the world, which was because they what the problem was that I heard through the grapevine is last year they had top of the world as the very first stage. Yeah, and, and they had to have slide. yeah right. Mm. So they had to have the marshals over there, and they had to be there overnight. So yeah, what they, they were camped doing, there. Yeah, right. What? They they all camped. All the marshals camped, but mm. camping, good times, whiskey. Everyone was just fucking hung over and ruined yeah. at the start of the day. So yeah. they had a lot of issues with their marshalling for the first like two hours of the day. Uh, People getting left behind on the mountain and not making it to the next point and all that kind of stuff. So they were like, right, we need to. They do it mix up it up bit. though, because like I've done it 
where you do top of the world last. Yeah, they like they seem to change it. Year I think that, and year. that was that they're saying. <coughs> to, that's what I overheard anyway. Yeah, you're probably right, but they definitely do. Like for a long time, they just went top of the world was always the last, but then they've kind of changed it. I think they just had to change it up in terms of format. I think we were expecting to see Sam Hill win that, and um, Martin came through and yeah. Took it. I thought Sam Hill would win it. I was on Sam Hill's side. KB was on. Yeah, we whose side were you on? I was Richie. I was, yeah, I was all. I was on the Richie wagon. I was on the Jonation wagon. I mean, uh, we're all on the Jonation wagon. But no, that was um, yeah. And then Rennie's uh, better half pip had she'd called Martin for the win. She called Maze. She called Maze. Yeah. So we had. Why isn't she on the podcast? We, had, we oh, had quite a good man. three, like bit of a three-way battle going on. We all had our guy, like our horse in the race, and then unfortunately Richie flattered again. So uh, I think we're looking at getting most tubes in his bike for the next yeah. race. It's a big call for her to call Maze as well because she loves. She's she Sam loves Hill. her some Sam Hill. Oh, I love it's an Sam interesting. Hill. It's an interesting call. Not yeah. one that I would have gone for, but. What do I know? Apparently nothing about biking. Mm. And he slaughtered everyone on that last stage. Like, that was... Yeah. He was like, also just so really, impressive. like, when he came down, he was just, like, really cool and calm and collected and yeah. everything. <laughs> but then, like, it kind of mirrors how Rich has done it in previous years. Like, he just... Just dominated the If you have a good everyone. day, you have a good day. Yeah. Everything went his way. I think Richie did it two years in a row. He just yeah. dominated everyone. He just put, that. like, 20 or 30 yeah. seconds into everyone on that yeah. last stage. Um... um how about the downhill though? Blinky was, was before the downhill. While we're still on okay. Sam Hill, how about the uh, Australian photographer standing on the track during the Air DH and Sam Hill's run? Surely you've seen that video by now. And was the, the Air photographer DH? or the Garbo? No, Garbo. It was the Garbo. Oh, I don't know. It was yeah, Garbo. Yeah, yeah, right. Garbo. Sorry, that but, was brilliant. But the one where he's like, "Get yeah. off the track." Yeah, that was fantastic. That was probably Excuse the best. The best Can we thing. Say on this? on the show you can say whatever you want it's not live it's not, this is an NZ on here we're okay. not getting any funding so it's, it's that's like, the problem it's labelled <laughs> as explicit is it? Yeah, there you go well because <laughs> drop the F-bomb we're like a Dre album yeah. <laughs> several with half the quality <laughs> half. wow that's, that's, yeah, that's really <laughs> we're high end yeah. um, um, no that was that was a dick move by that photographer and then he just doesn't move and then he just looks back down at his camera like yeah I wasn't doing right. what's, what's he yelling at apparently me apparently I wasn't there but apparently he stayed on the track for like another two riders was he was he Australian that photographer yeah someone called him out I can't remember I did look at his Instagram profile because another media person might have been Matt DeLorme or someone nah Fraser Britton man Fraser was on a was on a witch hunt oh Fraser would guy. probably oh, stab yeah, him yeah, for yeah, hell yeah. he was yeah. just after blood just because if he's been a hell supporter forever though. yeah he's been with him since day one yeah um but yeah, he was furious. But yeah, I met the photographer. Did um, you? Yeah, I didn't. I don't know who it was, but someone, someone else, one of my other friend friends, who was an Australian photographer, was talking mm. to this guy, and I overheard the conversation. And I was like, "That's him," and they were talking about how he got called up by the media people to like come and have like a one on one conversation. Really? Because they worked out who he was, and he was like, "Fuck, what do I do? Do I?" <laughs> and they were just like, "Just leave Whistler. Just, just apologize. Be like, you know, take eat a bunch of shit." Apologize, and you know, Ooh, bad news. Because I, I feel, I feel like he, he should have. If that had been me, and it was an honest state, like maybe you didn't know you were on the track, you thought you're on the right side, or you thought you're off the line, or whatever the reason is. I'm not trying mm. to defend what he did, but say you're on there, and then fucking Sam Hill comes down, you jump off the track immediately, you dive, and then you just, oh my god, I'm so sorry, and you stay off the track, but you don't just go <laughs> look back down at your camera. But did he? Maybe he doubled down. He's like. 
you know, Sam Hill tried to get him off the, you know, almost ran him over. He's like, I'm not in the way. I feel, I feel like it's the thing, like, when you, you, everyone's there and everyone's yelling at you and you're just like, oh, I meant to do this. Yeah, yeah. You just go into, like, a weird space. Not defending what he did. He should have got the fuck off the track, but... Made for good viewing. Mm. He's probably lucky Sven wasn't there. If you haven't seen it, go back through the pink bike Instagram feed and find it from during Crankworks. It's pretty good. Just talking about pink bike, uh, did you see the video today of my friend Rochelle, who now works at GT, used to work at pink bike? Yeah, she hit that tree hard. Oh, she slapped back. Oh, really? Yeah. I saw that one. Yeah, Yeah. everyone's seen that one. That was rough, man. She got bent backwards over that That seat. That was brutal. That was real brutal. Because um, she set me up with a GT to ride in. Oh, and, cool. Uh, Did you meet Andrew Cho? Yes. Great man. Great Andrew man Cho. is Andrew Cho. But I've, I've known Rochelle for a couple of years. And, you know, like, I even saw her on the Monday after. So it must have been maybe the day after that or something. She just met that tree properly. Yeah. I haven't. That she just... backwards. That was gnarly. Did she get hurt? Yeah. You like fractured her elbow and, like, scuffed oh, sure. off her cheek. But that was all. Oh, yeah. She came off better. Like, yeah. if she had not bent back so far it would have been worse man just oh yeah anyway so uh that was crankworks downhill uh downhill canadian open so blinky pulled in fourth i believe yeah in the canadian yep. open and that was enough for him to secure the downhill overall title yep. he had actually already um the king of crankworks was basically decided it was with between him and Tom- Thomas Lemoyne Lemoyne yeah um, Lemoyne needed second or better in slope style and he yeah. didn't pull that so Blinky already had the like the overall king of crankworks title sewed up which was twenty thousand dollars Canadian I think yeah twenty nice, twenty five nice little it was yeah, yeah, I think been, it's gone it down to been, twenty now oh, is it? no it might have been twenty five no, actually it was twenty I had a look at it at the time. Oh. Um, and um, yeah, and then his fourth place wrapped up the Crankworks downhill series title. So that's all four. Well, we got Rotorua and his Brook. Is yeah, that still one? Blaget and then um, obviously Whistler. I think that was another five grand or something. So worth turning up to. Good season. Yeah, he did well. And I mean, that's only racing enduros and downhills too. So yeah. that's good. Good effort on his part. He has a lot of good things to say about the Crankworks downhill. Um, I mean, the races were. I mean. Road rule was a bit of a shit show. It rained again. It was a out of their hands. Though. Well, you yeah, really I know. Like, but you like, like the track though. Oh, I love it. Like, awesome. The road rule crank race is an awesome track. We just had a bit of a shitty race. Um, Leger looked rad. I've ridden that's bits. that Montreal track is sick. I've it's ridden so bits sick. of that track a long time ago, and that I was love really that cool. That's such a good track. Innsbruck, I don't know really anything about, but it looked pretty good. People as well. like it. There's and good feedback. The Canadian Open one is good too. Like it's yeah. gnarly and rough. Yeah. So and the, and the prize money's good. Mm. Um, but the thing is, there's only four stops. Yeah. I don't know like what they have to do to make it a loop. Because they could, that could become bigger than the World Cup if it all played out That's what out, they want right? to do, don't but they? Just, like, they? They listen to the riders a lot more, I believe, than the UCI. So they yeah. have, after a crank works, they have the riders for a riders meeting to say what went well, what yeah. didn't go well, what can we change for next year? Which is like, imagine if the UCI did that. Yeah. Um, but talking about Blinky, so I was standing next to him um, as he was going up to get his staff and everything, and mm. and I was asking him, I said, "What are you going to do with the with the twenty grand, Blinky? Are you going to pay for the wedding?" And uh, he laughed a little bit and said whatever he said, and also told me that he's not going to wear shoes to his wedding, but he's going to wear sandals. What's wrong with that? <laughs> he's going to have a beach wedding. I think it's going to work out nicely. But uh, just I love Sam. I used Sam through and through sandals to his wedding. That's good. What a lad. That's strong. Strong, strong word. Yeah. So, 
What, what would make the downhill crankworks downhill like? The reason that it's not doesn't compete with the World Cup is the fact that it's not the World Cup. It's not the pre- it's the prestige. It's the prestige. Yeah, and it's, you can't and it's, buy it's the also prestige. it's the new kid on the block as well. Mm. Like the the downhill World Cup wasn't what it is now. You know, five years after it started. How do you know? You went around there. <laughs> You're right, but I can make a pretty good it's educated guess. Cup. That's the thing. It's it's the UCI World Cup, so it's the top top dog on the series. So I mean, until it is, but like if you think about rugby, people still turn up to a Bledisloe Cup if yeah. it's not the World Cup. Like you you can run a very successful tier two event, um, and I, I think that that the sport is so young and the event itself is so small time in the general scale of things like yeah. it can compete because like you think Rotorua downhill is less than five years old it's 2015 was the first year yeah and Innsbruck one year old Leger three years or two years mm-hmm. and there was like less do else like it's, it's a new series like I know Whistler's been around for 15 years now <clears throat> but like that's just a one off sort of thing so once they actually maybe they get one or two more stops in I reckon it will be a real contender do you think I'd I don't know. It's just hard to get the teams on board, I think, because yeah. the teams are looking for that. They they get a pretty good turnout. You you yeah. you got to remember, like, but you you don't have you don't have Gwen, you Gwen, you don't like, have people chasing you. You don't you don't have those top. No, you don't have like that. Really. You don't. But the, we've had we've had them at certain events. We've never had Gwen. I think we had <laughs> Minar. Um, Minar came to Rotorua in 2015. Yeah, he did. He, he's but done then, like. Did his ligament in his thumb and turned up at the first World Cup. You know, hand Velcro to the buzz. But you don't have all, all of them. You don't have a World you, Cup. You don't. But like, you've got one or two at each of them, and like, it takes time. But say, but then say we start getting different people come through. So you know, Elliot Jackson is one of them who said he's going to be doing crank works only mm. from now mm. on, and a lot of the writers say they like it. So you know, I think give them a bit of time. If they can keep that prize money and that sort of that level of track going then oh, I, I've got no problem with the prize money or the tracks I just but, it's no, just like, the I, prestige I think, yeah, I think you're right it's, it's not, it's not right, so it's like it's a long evolution eh? but also think about it from a rider's point of view currently their whole season is seven rounds yeah so they don't make the decision though it's the team yeah. those top guys it's 90% of it is the teams going and their managers as well World Cup the World Cup title was our focus, and that's what we're doing. That's why Gwyn doesn't go to any crankworks races. He's focused on winning the World Cup yeah. and the World Championships, and but that's like, all he. Races, yeah, I, I really. guess I guess if you're, you know, eleven races is better than seven. Yeah. If you're the rider, or if you're competing, maybe if seven you're not, seven races is not many. But then a guy like Blinky he goes out and does it all on his own, doesn't he? So like, having his mechanic his go team, to them. His team didn't go to those crankworks events, did they? Yeah, they did. But like, it wasn't as under a supported. No, they team, go with the team. Did yeah, they? Yeah, they have a team and a tent. Yeah. I thought he was just on his own, like in a van. No. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm pretty sure Leger, I'm pretty sure it was just him and he, Leach he, there. Maybe, yeah. maybe Leger, but yeah, like, okay. at Innsbruck, I remember sitting in their tent with their team last year. and This year, I think he was. I think it was just those two this year, because yeah, I think I everyone so. else went home. And then, yeah. like, Henry did um, yeah. Canadian Open and, yeah. Yeah, and Todd from was there. Like, yeah. But, uh, yeah, space down but, the road. but you're right, it all... It all It'll evolve. Yeah, people, it'll be interesting to see if it you keeps have a big group of people that just do crankworks, which is all those people that do mm. like speed and style and pump yeah. track and stuff that yeah. you don't even know who they are. Yeah, unless you go to crankworks. That's true. So we'll see. Yeah, it'd be awesome if it develops into like more racing's good. Yeah, right? oh, hundred percent is good for sure. Yeah.
but you know maybe a little less of the other stuff I just want to see the Norbers come back um, who so doesn't? who doesn't so uh, there was a race on the weekend yeah pretty big deal last race of the week of the Couple season weekend. last race of the season yeah incorrect last, last world, world cup, round cup of the race of the season you happy now? I'm very, I'm very happy. I'm very happy. And it was back to La Bresse, which is a place that the World Cup has visited twice before. When? Uh, 2000 and... No. Eh. 1998. Eh. 2009. Damn it. 2013. Yeah. Okay. Both events won by Santa Cruz Riders. Yes, I know that, just because it was on the live stream. Let's throw that in. That um, was like the renaissance of Petey that year. Yeah. He won. That was the first race he won in a long time in 09, and then he went on to win World Champs, finally. Did he win two? He won the two. race after that, I think. Was that in, in... No, it wasn't the old Andorra tree, was it? Yeah. It was he the old he won the old Andorra. And La Bresse. And he did a knee slide. Yeah, he did a knee slide at La Bresse. And real massive 661 knee pads. Yeah, because we went from... Keep up here, Jay. Keep up. I've just zoned out completely. Yeah, because all we, I hear is reminiscing about the old times. We flew over to first round was South Africa. Hey, when you were flying, were you doing back in the day the thing the kids are doing now? When you put the goggles over the uh, headrest? No, nah. nah, not doing that. Nah, nah. Fuck, these kids these days. Oh, is it gets so hot in there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyway, Petey went on a roll. Yeah. Uh, talk to me about totally different track though. Your thoughts on the track? Looked like a pretty cool track. It looked fun. Heard it good, heard good stuff from the mm. uh, from the races. It looked super fun. I'm it looked just, like the kind of track that riders would enjoy. Eh? Yeah, I'm still like I just feel like some of the stuff is getting so man made now. Like so much of the tracks are built up. Like what? Those Big jumps. booms and jumps and yeah. There was still a good amount of technical stuff in that I think, but I don't know. I just miss the steeper more technical tracks but i know they're not as good for tv so. yeah that's the thing that's becoming like we've heard it a million times mm. now and it's, it's kind of old news like it's getting red wallified so that's that, old so news, it right? makes good good watching really but it's still good watching yeah it's just no. whether or not the riders enjoy it i think but is yeah. it going to end up like you know like a motocross track like all in an arena big lap you know starts here you can watch it from every angle you can watch it live like is that the they tried that it's called four cross instead yeah. now yeah. there you go um, but no like the track looked really fun and it still had some pretty techy stuff in it which came through when it pissed down with rain mm. for qualifying and race didn't like the third the big step up you yeah they looked like it, it did, yeah I think it, it just looked a little bit too big well the two jumps before it were fuck ups basically sure. they were way too short yeah they were too short and then that one seemed to be so too so then big. it made that too long because you were like because no, no one was like smoothly like all making that look good they were all just pedaling into it as fast as they yeah. could to try and clear it like it's cool was and, into a flat section you think that was because of the rain though, I don't think that helped I think yeah. it would have been probably not dry, I just reckon it could have been a bit a bit more fun but didn't they because didn't they tape it so it was like slower coming into that last one because I think there was like a bigger line and we like brruh, brruh. no I think they'd kind of built like I think there was another normal line off and I think they'd built like the bigger jump off to the right oh, for that okay. for the World Cup yeah. so uh, like it I thought the track looked cool it was cool hmm. to see some like grass turns at the it, bottom the loam that reminded me of, Schl- mm, of Schladman the loam looked awesome it did and the dry it did look like a cool course like it looked like Maybe there was some good lines to be had. It looked pretty gnarly. Mm. What about and the length? Where are we at? Where sure. are we at on the length? 
I'm okay with it. I think it makes for yeah, close racing. It does. It makes for tight racing, especially if it's, it's dry. Not, it's not like when you're tight. watching it, it's you see any less or any more. Like you actually no. see more of a short race. Yeah, you in do. Croatia, it's it's just, yeah, Croatia was still that was short, and that was still good. Yeah, okay. Whereas like Monsanto, you just see like five sections mm. of it, and you still mm. only see the same amount of time on screen. Yeah. So at least with this one, you can kind of follow the rider, and you can see where they're up or never up. Apparently, because we basically saw them from the jumps down didn't we just about all yeah, the way it was down. like jumps flat a little bit of a miss there those next two yeah we almost yeah, saw it all it's pretty close because most riders are on screen for like a minute and a half yeah. or so I mean I I got no no problem because it was two and a half-ish minutes something like that yeah yeah 340 for the women and then two I don't know what was what was the winning no, that's, that's not bad I just don't think I'd like to see a whole series of that sort of length but I no, think it's, it's I think it's good to have, short tracks, have Montaigne Am tracks. like a long one and Val Nord 226 that is short pretty short but I mean it is good because it keeps time yeah, tight and but I never watched it was like oh that's over too quickly 250 not 350 not 340 I was going to say that's a big gap if they're doing like 350s but 250s so 226 in those conditions what would you knock off for a dry I don't know if it was that much slower you know like well, what's the fastest <clears throat> qualifying time was it qualifying nah qualifying time. was wet as well was it oh yeah it was time it was training may have been dry but I mean I I think it would be like it would still be over twos I mm. think you'd maybe be down around like a 210 not even that I think you'd be higher than that 215 maybe yeah honestly, I honestly don't think it was that much slower in the wet I actually, I was pretty happy to see a wet race. Pretty, I don't mind watching a wet race because it keeps like, things exciting. I like riding in the wet. I like it as long as it's fair. So yeah. no, like, Lord's situation. Yeah, yeah wet race from start to finish. Yeah. I want everyone to be... And also, even in this race, like, I wanted it to be the same amount of rain for everyone mm. so it wasn't sort of like getting slow at the end of yeah, the race yeah see the track looked like it slowed down when it stopped raining but then listening to some of the interviews people were like no nah, I don't think so like it was still they still said it seemed to stay pretty consistent but it looked slower like that how, flat section how looked much like it does got, it slow down it's hard it's so hard to say but like I mean just compared to you look at the times that like Martin and G did when it was still pissing with rain yeah the thing is, pissing with rain is shit because you've got to work hard on your terms of like your goggles vision, to keep your yeah. vision clear and everything. Vision. But you don't get so much sticky mud sticking to everything, and you kind of like the water, like the settled water on the track helps with the grip and everything. So, so it sort kind of, of balances out. Yeah, yeah. As long as it's not, it's not like sunny. Yeah, like one minute yeah. pissing down like. But then it, the track looked like it got sticky yeah. and like slowed down through some of those key like flatter sections in there so it was was, i mean from the outside it's really hard to tell without actually being there and riding it or anything like that but i think it was probably it really did stay fairly consistent just in terms of like the guys in the rain had shit conditions goggles whatnot the guys that weren't in the rain maybe the track slowed down a little bit but they probably didn't have to work so hard in terms of like keeping their vision clear and so yeah so the women's race um another tight one between rachel and tani mm. yeah so obviously with the last round we talked about a little while ago there was no points for qualifying no and all the points were combined for finals to so try and make it a it bit a more maximum of 250 points yeah wasn't it, for the yeah. win so they would basically they did that to try and make the last round a bit more exciting unfortunately Pierron had gone on a tear earlier in the season already yeah. wrapped that up so that didn't matter for him 
Um, did make a bit of difference going back in second, third, and fourth place, though. There was a bit of a battle going on there. Yeah, because there was like five people that could possibly take that second yeah. place. Yeah, and it took then a then real shuffling, too. Who did? Danny Hart. Danny so Hart Danny Hart second. made it yeah. into second. Oh, Troy man. went into third, and Loris got bumped from second back to fourth. And was Brooke anywhere to be seen? Brooke was sixth. Oh, Laurie got him by like... 10 points or something great, for fifth great result for Mondraker mm. but the uh, unfortunately Blanky went from 10th to 13th yeah. so he's outside that protection window for he, next year yeah and Gwyn just got himself into 10th yeah which would have spiced things up a Blanky little. had a Probably rough like, day he didn't, yeah. he didn't look like he looked fine and he got down and it was another one of those races where I think he kind of looked back and like what the hell happened like, a lot of people did that though a lot of people yeah. went back yeah. and went what but yeah. he ended up pretty far down 30, 30, 30 something, something. Yeah. yeah not a it's not a like I mean I hate to say it's not a good result for him but it's not what you'd expect like no. I mean he, he's had a good season yeah, yeah I mean he's still season. he's had a he's had a real yeah he won the real hates to call it a comeback but like he's had a really good comeback year this year he's obviously been really good on with his bike and hopefully that bleeds into next year a bit mm. of confidence yeah but um the women's race that we kind of slightly touched on um Tani won qualifying over yep. Rachel. Obviously, no points in it, so it really matter. Rachel had to get fourth or better, I think, in the finals. Ended up winning it. So, so she, she took the, the title. <sighs> Shame. Which I think, back in one of the earlier episodes, I made a call quite early in the season that she would go on a roll yep. and take the title. And you're going to take so that? So give myself a pat on okay. the back for that one. Good for you. Always been there for her. Always <laughs> been there for the women's racing. You have, Kerry. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Do you... What about... So this change in points system, I guess for this last race, with all the points being lumped into finals, I didn't take into account the fact that, like, if you were protected, they'd just break the beam. Yeah, they didn't have to... Re- they didn't need to do anything in qualifying, you know, like, because it's not... For the guys battling for points up front, it didn't actually really matter for them. But it sounded like everyone still... Everyone still for the most for part, it, they pretty did, much. yeah. 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 Well, that's but, a, it's an interesting point. So you could just... There was a few top people that push your bike down. didn't make it through qualifying, though. I it can't was. think of anything off the top of my head, but yeah. like there was a few people that Did crashed out. Nico, I saw, broke broke his hand. Was that in quali or was that in the race? I don't know. I hadn't seen that. I saw he broke his hand. I wasn't sure when he did it. No. Unfortunately, um, Bryn Dickerson missed qualifying. It's the only race. I've been pretty impressed, yeah, actually. It's the only race this season that he hasn't qualified for. But he, did you see his foot? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a purple. Yes, yeah, he's oh. had a, he's had a good season. Yeah. Hell yeah, he has. Like a very, a I think very. Because he's not on that piece of shit they were riding consistent last year. season. Like mm. he has, he hasn't got. He hasn't, he hasn't had anything like but brilliant, he's, but he's been really solid he's around qualified that. Qualified for every 40. World Cup apart yeah. from that last one, and that's a lot of well, not a lot, but some of our New Zealand riders who are mm. on bigger deals than yeah. he is aren't, aren't qualifying for every. No, cup. like yeah. he, yeah, he's had a really good season. So, and also shout out to Bryn because he jumps something up Mount Vic and Wellington that's just ridiculous and I want no part of it so <laughs> was, was that on his video on yeah his it's like Vic this wood to wood thing and you're like turning and if you mess it up you're just frame casing a log like oh, yeah. it's gnarly Prop, it's props gnarly. to Bryn um, and then talking to New Zealanders Eddie was on a bit of a roll um, oh yeah he was looking good he was looking good and then he just he he ate shit he jerry, that's what he did did he do a jury of the day worthy crash there like nah cause he was going for some, he was going for a hop like yeah, that was a, that was a, gonna was. be a cool move if oh, he made that just so he brutal just like you just saw short. you saw his wheel hit that bit of the tree trike it was just over the best bit was that it went from like 
you know, you, you couldn't even really see it. It was disguised it's in the mud. Then he heads in this bright and shiny wood, yeah, and yeah. I was like, "Ooh, yeah, that was a gnarly crash." Yeah. But hey, talking of people who've had a good season, yeah, Ed he's Masters. been killing it. He really has. Like, but I want to see him going full time in Jura next season. Is that confirmed? Are we confirmed? <laughs> no, I just, I'm just throwing that out there. Uh, you heard it. You heard it here first, folks. Yeah, Kieran's breaking the rule. No, nah, he breaking he, the news. He said um, he said something in an interview that he loves downhill too much to race in Jura full time. But if I was him, I'd be like, give me paid, bitch. I'm going to race in Juro for a couple of years. Just do both. Um, he probably still will get paid. I'll show, yeah. you, I'll show you guys a photo that I took of Ed Masters for a, an upcoming article, which is really good, and you'll enjoy it. Okay. Excellent. Um, sorry if you guys at home, you have to wait for it to come out. <laughs> um, so up the, up the front, obviously, we had... Um, Martin Mays in the hot seat for a long time. For a very long time. I thought G was going to get him. G's had a really good He had a really good end to the season. Like he went, was it eighth at Mont Saint Anne, I think? I said he was going to get better and he did. Yeah, he did. You're so right. G's uh, has not been selected to represent Great Britain at World Champs. Yeah. Why would they select it so early? Like G's been a two time world champion but he hasn't done much in recent years no but they're still so good when you I mean I bagged on him a bit earlier on I would not really bagged on it but I just kind of said what's going on with him you know like he's better than 20th place and he's he's pulled it back around but then as it turns out he was racing with a broken wrist for quite a lot of the season yeah he was injured for a long time he just kind of like was soldering through Mm. but I understand as a former selector Kerry (laughs) and I did select you for the long list um I understand British cycling's I guess motives because those selections come down to like a certain amount like certain criteria and when you've got a country as strong as Great Britain you have to lay out this criteria to meet in order to make the team so like shouldn't they they wait for the whole season to be done though yes when they've got to get they should should they because like world champs is like two weeks after yeah they they don't have much of a gap so they need to be on top they of need that. to like be gearing uh, up their team yes. sort of thing and do they do they want to be running younger people to try and have has them? New Zealand even officially named a team yet I haven't uh, seen anything uh, come Keegan, out Keegan's in it I know nah that. I thought he was a Keegan, um, yeah, Keegan's racing downhill so I thought he was a like a reserve let's no, I'm pretty sure he's racing I've seen Instagram posts I'm positive he said it's like we're going to look this up right now Cole Lucas is the reserve yeah Cole's home though so he's not Privilege to be throwing the New Zealand jersey on once again for the oh, World they Champs. Oh, yeah, they named the elite team. They haven't. I don't think I've seen. I haven't seen a junior team come out though. But if you're not on the mountain bike hub, then you're probably not getting in. So Keegan Wright, oh, shots fine. Keegan's going. Yep. Okay. No, huge, no, huge call. Huge good. call. Your old mate Sam Roby went down at the breast. Old Roby. You seen the you seen the video or the pictures? Yeah, that was, that was a decent one. Bit of a dang one. Yeah, what a time. Do you think he would have made the New Zealand team? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he's, he he well is. he's racing. Time, he's he? racing juniors. So he's not. He's not out. He's all good. No, I think he's. I think he's fine. Oh, okay. I think he just okay. knocked his head. So I think he just didn't race for the sake of being oh, safe. Yeah, being safe. That's a good call. Mm. Uh, I don't know who else is in the team. Has, has it been announced yet? I guess it's Charlie, Charlie Mark here. Um, Tohoto maybe. Yeah, he was over there, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, who else was there? Shania. Was she over in La Don't know. Don't think so. Uh, yes, she was. She was? Yeah, she was. Sam, but she Sam Gale. didn't qualify. Sam Gale, that's one. Um, um, not Boaz. Oh, that's a shame. What about Leeds? I guess it's... I know Bryn made the team. What about Josh Oxenham? 
Yeah, he's, he'll be in the junior team. Yeah. I think we've got, obviously, Brooke, Blanky, Keegan that we just mentioned. Um, Bryn was in. Eddie. Eddie. Yeah. I think wins in. Um, we should have two more spots, but I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. Matt Walker. Oh, yeah, Matt, Matt Walker. Walker. That makes sense. George broken again. No. No, he's yeah. out for the rest of the year. He's probably sulking because you called him out on Instagram. I didn't That's call rough. him out. I was genuinely yeah, was interested. Like, hey, George, you're injured. Teammate just won. Yeah. <laughs> hey, George, you're injured. You ever coming back? Like, rough. It's not rough, man. He's been out for such a long time. I want to know what's going on with him. Oh, no, he's probably he's probably bumming. He's looking for Bummin. a giant Allen key. <laughs> <laughs> Back to MSA. Um, oh, the breast. The breast. Yeah, right. we don't want to go back to MSA. We don't know anything about that. <laughs> uh, so it was a wet track, which I thought would have favoured uh, Danny Hart. Um, yeah, he rode by. What I thought was the best thing about Danny's run was uh, Rob Warner's quote at the start. He said, if you're allergic to nuts, you might want to switch off now before he (laughs) drops out. And I was like, that's that's not bad, Rob. He hasn't pulled many of those. That was some classic Rob Warner coming back. That's some, like, free cast of Rob Warner. Speaking of commentating, can we get rid of Claudio? Oh, this is something we haven't talked about before. God, he sucks. (laughs) Who do you think we should replace him with? Oh, I don't know. Anyone. Anyone. I liked how Rob was... When, the, when Mark Wallace came down, Rob was like, oh, he'd like these conditions because he's from, you know, British Columbia and it's, you know, cold and wet in there in the winter. And then Claudio just contradicted him and said, no, nah, it's been sunny there all, you know. It's sunny everywhere in the world. Maybe he doesn't understand season. I don't know. But, I mean, I just, I find him hard work. He just seems to yell and scream and not actually bring anything useful to it. What's going on with his team? Well, I heard that Scott's gone from that Velo Solutions deal after oh, this season. Right. Well, they what have they done recently? Very little. Death Grip movie. Well, it wasn't really them, was it? <laughs> no. It was Clay. Yeah. Oh, mate, Clay. Um, anyway, G was pretty impressive. I think he was 1.3 off Martin. So just going, jumping back a bit further. Martin had a great run. Man, don't even know what he did. That third sector, I don't know what he did down there. I had a question on Instagram, and I don't, I don't know. But that was impressive. Like he, and that was the steepest section of the track. I was talking about it with my friends. It was like, was there a timing issue? Like, nah, did they, they have like, yeah, yeah it's but, but but it was just like how. I don't how know. But the thing know. is, I said to someone on Facebook that was going on about enduro races, blah blah blah. And was it me? No, but <laughs> I'm like. Breaking news: Enduro racers have skills too. Who fucking knew? Like, yeah. Come on, Sam. Like, he's been battling Sam Hill most of the season. Like, Sam's one of the greatest downhillers has ever been around. And Do you want so, to say all time? Would you say all time? I, you, I wouldn't. You, like, you can't. Like, can taken. You I call him. Should I call him the king of downhill? Greatest Australian downhiller of all time. Yeah. But I mean, hey, these these guys are skilled. Like, there's no doubt about it. The Enduro World Series is just about always wet. So, I mean, like, conditions were pretty pretty good for Martin. And, I mean, obviously, there's potential that he maybe got a wee bit better track, like we talked about earlier. Don't know for sure. But, but you would have expected to see the better track, like, it would have been better for him in that flatter piece, not that yeah. steeper piece. So, yeah. but, I mean, but the thing is, slower. he's got skills, yeah, of course. without a doubt. 
And I mean, we know he can write it down. Like he got eighth or ninth at Fort William earlier in the year. So yeah. now we're, we're in a spot where there's two things that we can go and talk about. Do we talk about crossover from downhill to enduro and enduro to downhill, or do we talk about the new GT Fury? Mm. Downhill enduro. Yeah. Well, let's talk about that then. There's <laughs> su- there's such a big sort of range of people who ride downhill all the time now going to do downhill uh, to do enduro races. Eddie, Sam. Sam Hill, Sam Lincolnsop. Mm-hmm. Um, what about enduro races? Seeing Martin going, fuck, oh, we could probably do that. I mean, half of them were downhill riders anyway, right? Mm. Yeah. Is it just back to like riding a bike, riding a bike? Yeah, essentially. I, I skills, almost, skills. Yeah, I almost wonder if you're going to see more people doing what Eddie's doing and kind of picking, doing choose. yeah, doing a bit of each. Yeah. That are like, because I mean, riding a downhill bike is kind of like nothing else, you know, like. You can just, you can just go for it on downhill bike. Okay. Even, like trail bikes are so good now, but you get on a full downhill bike and that awesome. It's different, yeah. Something that I have been hearing a little bit about, and I've got a question here from Dan. Um, let me just see if I can find it here. Is that Dan's son? Yes, Dan's son. Uh, let's have a look. We miss you, Dan. Come home. Please come home. No, I can't. I can't find it. Might it might have actually been someone else. But the question has been: Is uh, it on his written piece of paper that he sent around? Yeah. Is is there a chance that we'll see Sam Hill back? Uh, oh no! Yeah, that was Rob. Alluded from was from Nathan Sherratt. It was Rob alluded to that, but I don't think so. Not in the way the races are now, because he has been pretty vocal that he was sick of going to like man-made you know like big machine built tracks and everyone kind of just all being like cookie cutter kind of stuff he's and he seems to be really enjoying himself racing enduro so I I think it'll be hard pressed to see him coming back to there, race World there was Cups an interview or something with him where he they were like oh with the current crop of downhill races being as fast as they are do you think you could still compete and he was like yeah mate I beat them I beat them mm. he was full of confidence I yeah. was like yes so I think the thing was oh you said it now you have to go and you have to go would you like but, to see but the thing would you was, like to see it he also said of course I'd like to see it Sam Hill he also in that same thing he said if I had the motivation yeah ah right like you know basically oh no, it was either motivation or something along the lines of like if yeah, I right. wanted to then yes okay. and I think that kind of shows his last season or so of racing down full time like he wasn't doing anything that amazing he looked over it and he just kind of seems to be reignited by racing enduro like it's gnarly technical stuff and yeah, he seems to be into it so and he's still on the flat pedals yeah talking of flat pedals one flat pedal rider at La Bresse and he had a Joe Smith Connor Farron? Oh, Joe Smith as well. He yeah. runs flats. Okay. Was he? Right. Yeah. I thought Connor he was there. They surely wouldn't have been the only guys running flats in those conditions. Yeah. But no, they're no, the the two, flat, uh, two all-time flat. But, uh, yeah, out the gate he had a, <laughs> he had a speed fucking mare, didn't he? I actually had still... a question for Dan because Dan's a big flat pedal guy. I said, would Connor Farron win on, cl- win on clips? <laughs> no. He came back to, what, a seventh or an eighth? Yeah. He pulled it back in. Good result for Connor. He was... In that Martin Mays section, he was the guy. He got the closest. Yes, he did actually. He was good through there. He got with it. He was the only guy I think to get within a second. Troy, nah, Troy was pretty Troy close, close as, well. as well. Okay, but still, like, and then a lot Troy of other Cup people, a lot of other people came in there really good, and then just 
fired. Yeah. Went backwards really it was quickly. Maybe the most bizarre. It was thing odd, I mean, man. People like, like Bruni and that coming in, and they're coming out two and a half, three seconds. Because they've been like either. green, green, green. Down two seconds down. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was. It was. Odd. Like, oh, that's weird. And you could see the majority of that section too. Yeah, mm. and it wasn't like visibly anything. But also, we didn't get to see Martin's run until the yeah. end yeah. because yeah. he came down so early. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we have to talk about that new fury though. Do we? Yeah, we we have to give a little bit of. Is this an obligation? Well, because we spent nearly every episode of this podcast bashing the old GD Fury and saying that you know it was a righteous piece of shit and Brooke would have been better if he wasn't on it. Do you think they're not wrong? Do you think they've bought out a really good bike? I don't know. I haven't ridden it. I've ridden it, it? but you know, (laughs) what do I know? Jay, you seem to be the one who can. comment on this definitely the fastest I've been on a downhill bike what what tracks did you ride it on uh I couldn't even tell a lot of them okay I spent two days on it yeah um I rode most of the bike park tracks on there Uh, good especially you know easy easy roller or rider whatever that was easy does it yeah that was it that was a real (laughs) test for for the uh new fox crank it up yeah I did a lot of laps to crank it up I bet you did I did (laughs) (laughs) um no I mean it, it it, we, looks, yeah. it looks better. It's got to be better. We can agree it's it's a much better bike, right? Yeah. So, but J- James, I actually have a question for you from Dan Sims here. Oh. It says GT appear to have turned a terrible chassis into something very good. Would Mays have won on the old Fury? If not, where would he have been? Um, tenth. I don't think he would have won on the old bike. Yeah. I, don't I don't think, think he so. would have. I don't think that thing worked good enough. No. Nah. No, but they, would you have said 10th yeah that's probably pretty fair pretty, yeah pretty good honestly I honestly don't think that, that bike would have cut the mustard even even the people at GT said that the old Fury was a bit long in the tooth it was there yeah but long in the tooth but the, yeah. the new one I think you'll find is I think it wasn't just long in the tooth it wasn't good for like four years yeah it so, worked for the Atherton's because yeah. G has a really odd riding style like yeah. he sets his stuff up quite differently from what i hear and i think it worked well for them and they made it work but for most other people it just didn't seem quite there i think you always assume that like the bike man if there's a bad bike the bike manufacturer doesn't know it yeah. they're just like oh yeah they, they think this thing's awesome but a lot of the time they probably just they're just like everyone else oh yeah and they realize oh, and, we know this and they're great. like they're like we don't have five hundred thousand dollars in the budget to build a new one right yeah, now so we're they not, might have to wait one for two plan, more product it's, cycles but it's 2019 it, when yeah. it's mm. out. not like oh shit this one's got old yeah. let's replace mm. it immediately yeah two weeks and you've got a new one and yeah, it doesn't because the, like then they might bring in a shit bike as well so and I mean, yeah especially now you know you look at gt and their downhill bike sales will be a drop in the ocean compared to everything else yes like it's a big company they sell they make a lot of different bikes what so do you, what do you reckon trail bikes to downhill bikes like say they're what do you reckon CX bikes? they're like do they still make is it a, still called a force the or force or yeah. I don't know what they're I, know I can't think of what they got a sanction and a force oh yeah let's say this yeah. let's I would I would say that downhill bike sales to like enduro bike like a key enduro bike for a company would be like one to a hundred yeah yeah I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure that's like what white here looking at with the Chewes versus the Capra yeah yeah and then again that would be dwarfed by like e-bike sales well i talked to a, a bike and an online bike company what does it rhyme with rhymes with schmanion <laughs> <laughs> and 
and employed a couple of years ago when they were like sort of first in the New Zealand Australia market and they they, what about the whip zone and the talk zone and the well now this is this is when this is post that this is like when they had their new downhill bike out that they're on now but not race team spec so like 2016 or whatever he said they'd sold one downhill bike to like over a hundred of their trail bike yeah right and I think just about everyone would be similar numbers like where are you riding a downhill bike in New Zealand at the moment that's the thing I mean, there's there's still still places to there's ride. still plenty of downhill yeah, going but on. Most, but most of them you can ride on a trail bike. Yeah, but you can ride that everywhere. And that's the thing, you know, trail bikes are so good now. When we were first riding, it was like you could have an eight inch trail downhill bike, which for then was a really good bike. That'd be shit now compared to the standards. But or you had like a three inch travel cross country bike that was a pile of shit that had a seat post that didn't drop and. Just you could go out and ride, but it wasn't flat all the time. It wasn't a good ride. Whereas now you can jump on your five, six, seven inch travel trail enduro bike, and, and ride you any can ride trail it all. You can ride all day. You can go ride for six hours and ride all the downhill tracks you want, and they and pedal back up. To yeah, the top. and they're awesome. Yeah. And what was what was the um, what was the pivotal bike that? What was the first like proper enduro bike that oh. that marked the changeover? Um, Specialized SX Trail. Yeah, it probably would be something like that. Specialized was pretty ahead of the game with that stuff. Like they were the first ones that really bought out a big travel twenty nine er. Um, the Nomad. The Nomad was the there. original yeah, Nomad. The original that was Nomad. a that was a pretty out there yeah. bike back then. Like for a one sixty mil travel bike like that, it was pretty out there. Yeah, right. and you know, for those times. Yeah. I think of what other bikes were. They, it kind of it kind of all happens so quickly at once. Like everyone kind of jumps on together and it all just goes. But I was wondering if there was like one sort of like bike that was instrumental. Like if you were like this was the first enduro nah, enduro bike. Not really. No, nah, things kind of because I remember the Capra was the first one that I really took notice of. The Capra or the Yeti at the time. So yeah. Capra's late in the game. It's late in the game. Yeah, yeah. but then Even I'm the late Yeti. in the game, mate. Even like things like the Yeti five seven five was like I think things were like there was like downhill, and then downhillers had like four cross bikes. Some of them, if mm. you race four cross, and then so downhillers would kind of have these trail ish bikes that they'd kind of from there evolved into trail enduro yeah. bikes. But at no point did they were they proper enduro bikes like we know now they're just like downhill set up xc-ish bikes which which i suppose leads into a question which i heard you had before is um is downhill dead certainly wrap it up we're done (laughs) (laughs) show's over this will be the last free ride new zealand podcast do you i think you have some listener questions i think now's a good time for them because we've we're at the breast yeah Actually, like there's, there's one topic we haven't touched on yet that I so think yeah, might have been asked about a lot of my questions once or twice. Let me jump in there. Right. Hey, did you guys see Gwyn's run? Oh, I fast. Yeah, I saw his that. saw his crash. Yeah, I saw him crash and just skipped forward. Yeah, I heard something happen, but um, I'm not sure what. He um, Phyllison. He just went down in a turn. I don't think there was anything. Mm. And he just did you see anything after that? He hit the jumps like normal and continued to ride down the track. All right, mm. I see where we're going here. I'm trying to find questions, <laughs> side that is going over my head. Did you see that? I saw Gwyn pull a manoeuvre over a jump that a lot of people have been dubbing a scrub. 
which have James Stewart incorrectly dubbed as a scrub. If anyone wants to see a scrub, go on YouTube and type in James Stewart scrub, and that's what a scrub is. I, you can't scrub mountain. I works. believe that was a nose bonk tire slide on the side of a jump. Yeah, that's, so it's it was cool. Not, don't get me wrong, it looked cool. Oh, and, yeah, it was and, cool. And the and fact it was that he actually box, managed to cool. get like, back onto the track is... And he was going fast, like, that. So it's, it's gnarly. Matthew F. MTB asked, amazing save from being disqualified or just an amazing scrub from Aaron Gwynn? Um, Simon Macker asked, was Gwynn's scrub Not accidental scrub. or intentional? Um, and there was another couple that I had somewhere else that aren't on here, but same question basically I think he got I think it was a bit of luck yeah I think he went a bit further than he was yeah. meant to and the way the bike came lucky. down at the end made it look like he went and if you far. look at some pictures of that the course poles are like way over on a lean yeah so if they were standing upright he would have been in the tape or in the poles but yeah he got he got lucky but he yeah, came in for anyone who hasn't seen it if you haven't seen it like what are you even doing listening to this podcast but like <laughs> he kind of bonked his front wheel on it then lifted up then kind of dragged the back wheel and then managed to get back on the track super nice so Troy did the same sort of thing but not as much and I think what they were kind of trying to do was not quite hit the top of the lip and just go off the very side of sort of just off to the right hand side of the lip so you weren't really going in the air he rode around the edge of it basically Mm. but yeah Gwyn I think halfway down I think Gwyn might have from just thinking about it i think he kind of maybe washed as he did that so his bike kind of slid and then he managed to somehow sort of get the front wheel and push himself back in the right direction i mean it was a great great riding it was an impressive save that's for sure lois did the same no i don't think he did it in the race but there was footage of him on yeah so we're just watching yeah so they were completely trying to take off to the right hand side of the lip and miss it and you can see all those course poles are off the edge yeah he's a couple of inches below the the top of that jump yeah i mean that was it was an impressive move but i don't think it was totally intentional i think it was maybe like 70 percent intentional Hundred and sixty three thousand views like yeah that's a that's a good bit of writing but not a scrub um, uh hey did you know he's on a 29er yeah that kind of just that. there's not really been any hype about that why do you bring out new 29er no one really cares anymore yeah we passed it aren't we yeah no one uh, they're, they're a year late yeah to the yeah. to the people's caring game when, um, when was the 29er it was at the start of last year wasn't it yeah santa yeah. cruz had their one out at the start of last year yeah. and then a whole bunch of people try to sort of jump on them and make it work and then just about all of them went back to 27.5s yeah. and now they're, they are bringing out good 29 inch downhill bikes the m29 intense and the yeah. new jetty fury and the new santa cruz like they are good bikes kona. have kona bought out a, a 20 a 29 operator it can do both yeah oh, goes that? both ways mm, goes like the gt you can even do you know get, i have a kona you can even get some kona rider papers with didn't it didn't you ride it up in the bike i'm an og kona rider OG Kona rider. Uh, had another question here from Jay Fipsy asking, uh, looking at renovating my bathroom. Really funny. It had to choose between gas, hot water, or a new cylinder. Mm, see, this is finally a topic I'd like to weigh in on. <laughs> I, um, as a cylinder user myself, are you on a cylinder? I'm on a cylinder, and I would say get gas if you got the chance to go yeah. gas. Go gas. We yeah. had gas in, in when we lived in the UK, and it's just so oh. we we have the original cylinders still in the house. Original cylinder's just behind Kerry in the studio here. Oh, right there. There we go. If but we have, he'd be toast. we have infinity gas, and it is, it's good, yeah. 
a little bit of a delay heating up at times, like... As much of a delay as... Uh, I don't know if it's just our system. Um, KB, what do you have? Uh, we're just on cylinder. Okay. I've been a long time cylinder Are you on night rate on that cylinder? I've got no idea. I don't do the accounts. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Have you thought about trading it in for scrap metal? Going, uh, taking it in the work truck, you know? Nah, nah. Pay no, no, not, not at this stage. I've been, the Renos are not, not stretching that far. We're just painting the deck and furniture and that sort of thing first. But it leads you to another really serious question. If you're going to go gas hot water, mm. do you go gas oven as well, cocker? Um, why not well that's a bit more that's a big issue though isn't it like because doesn't the infinity thing just hang out on the side of the house I don't know whereas that now you've you've got a plumber into the kitchen like that's quite a big reno maybe if you're doing the kitchen if you're doing up your kitchen then yeah I'd I'd definitely think about it alright Jay then you've got a do your kitchen as well and Jay Fipsy KB's actually he's offered if you need help with that that cylinder you just give him a call Jay Fipsy is actually my resident builder I do have one of his uh, building tools in my garage at the moment mm. I don't know what it's called what does it look like it's one of those little oscillating cutting things oh yeah yeah yep. is Worked it a saber saw I used it nah saber saws are the ones that go back and forth that's oscillating oh, what's the one that kind of vibrates and goes just around a little bit it's also oscillating yeah it's it? that one jigsaw nah is it a renovator yeah it's like a renovator but yeah, it's a fancy but like one. an actual one yeah okay I put a new cabinet in my uh, a new vanity and sink in my nice. in my bathroom in the weekend. If you've just joined us, we're talking DIY. <laughs> yeah, we've gone really off track, but uh, we like it. So, so had another. Here's a couple of questions that are pr- sort of somewhat similar. Um, uh, Bunting said, "How the hell did Mays do so well in that section? No one could keep up with them." We, the we, new GT. we did discuss that, and we believe it is the new GT. Mm. Um, AS Capture asked, is Enduro officially the new downhill? Ha ha ha. Martin Majory writing the history books. He's not wrong there. He's the only person to win a downhill World Cup and an Enduro AWS round in the same year. In the same month. Mm-hmm. Even in the same year. I would be hard-pressed to see someone else do that in the next few years. I, I quite honestly think we could go 10 years before you see that again. No, I don't think we will. Maybe not, but... Um, I, I liked what Martin said at the end day like beating the downhillers at their own game yeah but like I say he's, he's skilled man he's not like he's but you can't say that the other downhill riders aren't skilled like, no that's I know their, but that's it, their game but it's not like he was some it's not like it was a BMX rider that came in and won a World yeah, Cup right. or something like that like he's I mean he's essentially doing the same thing what he's doing but it's a different bike and it's a bit of a different format but he's a good bike rider but you still it's like, like it's like you, someone you expect winning. someone who spends all their time just riding downhill bikes should be faster than someone who doesn't spend all their time riding downhill bikes yeah, yeah like but he maybe, hasn't done he probably hasn't done multiple test days and things yeah. like that um interesting though that he he said on the in the post-race interview that like this was that was the greatest accomplishment of his career <laughs> when like a you know, he's a full-time AWS guy. You'd think something he'd focus on and winning something like Whistler would be up there, but it just shows the prestige of downhill. Yeah, I think yeah, also right. it's pretty cool to go in it, into someone else's sport and beat them out. Yeah, of it. yeah, I'd be pretty stoked right. on that. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Uh, and Ash Malcolm ninety-three, who I don't believe will actually be a podcast listener, but um, <laughs> she asked, "When Scalzi making a comeback?" Oh, come home, Scalzi. It's the toughest question of all. No idea. Like, and I've got a couple of. Is that, are you sure that's not from wide open? <laughs> At wide open, <laughs> At wide it open. could have been actually. Mm. I've got a couple of Dan Sims questions here. 
we've actually answered a few of them, but I've got a couple more. So I've got one for KB here. Karen, yeah. you are a factory rider in your prime racing Mont Saint Anne. In the pit, you have a 27.5 inch bike and a 29 inch downhill bike. Both show downhill bikes. 27.5, 29 inch downhill bike. Uh, they're identical in all ways, but the wheel size. Uh, which do you race and why? Well, in my prime, as we discussed earlier, it was 2008. Mm-hmm. I, I had a 26 inch downhill bike. Yep. Uh, and that's the one you're going to go for. Sunday. Um, 29 inch was not even that common on a cross country bike. And we didn't know what 27.5 was. No, it wasn't but, around yet. But no, I mean, I don't know. I think as a taller rider, the 29 is probably going to be where I will find more comfort on. Like, I'm looking forward to trying that Santa Cruz you when it comes out. I do. Like, I love my 29-inch trail bike. And I think, yeah, for me, they they work for me. So, probably go 29. There you go. And a, he's been on the money, actually, Dan Sims. I can't ask any other questions because one's for me and the rest of them we've already gone into. So we'll What's the one for it. you? Can I ask it? Yeah. Oh, it was about the photographers taking the same photo. Yeah. What's yeah. How obviously, many with, photographers were there in that same place? Yeah, I think all of them were there. And obviously, Freeride NZ turning over a billion dollars a year now. You would know the. It's the 900 million, mate. Yeah, like, it's, 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 I'm sorry, it's I exaggerated. Yeah. yeah. To be honest, I don't, I don't understand it. Like when you're when you're taking photos, do you look for a point of difference? Well, I do, and I wonder if I'm doing it wrong. Because, for example... You're missing the race and taking photos of sunsets. That's when you're doing it wrong. Or am I doing it right, Karen? (laughs) I'd be doing it right, isn't it? Um, I I had the same thing. Like, at the Canadian Open downhill, all of the photographers took the same photo, and you would have seen it. It's like coming down that rooty bit, and it's in between the trees, and there would have been all of the photographers standing at the bottom of that corner. And I kind of went, what's the point in taking this photo? Mm -hmm. And um, I'm going to show you guys something that I can't show the audience, unfortunately. Mm. I could this will probably translate well to radio. I might be able to put these in the, the show. Like, notes, I, but there's two, two or three photographers who shall nay, stay unnamed who posted within minutes of. What are uh, they wrong with? This, I'm not even going to remo- try that, but uh, <laughs> they posted basically the same image. Okay. And then. Razor Schmitten. Everyone else. So, like, then I looked through and everyone had taken the same shot. And that was the one that they put up. No point of difference. I kind of I don't understand it they've all got different clients in that and but then all the clients end up with the same shot as well and if I was a mm. client I'd be like oh thanks for that photo yeah. so what I did is I walked past them for about 10 minutes to a spot that no one else was at and took the photo that I wanted to take because it's the spot that I liked and there was not, not a single other person there taking photos and I walked down a little bit and took another one and I thought my photos were good Yeah. but also like they'll be there because it's a there's a reason why everyone's at one spot because it's a good spot. Is it the light? It's light, eh? Light, bro. Light, bro. You photographers just get such a wide on for light. Yeah. Um, but they all go to the same spot and, and they all get the same photo. But like then a lot of the people that then turn up are the people who maybe they only have like one client or they don't have any clients. They just kind of want to hang out and mm. pretend like they do. So they're like, oh, there's, there's one guy who's cool. So let's all go and hang out there. And then it just becomes like a scrum yeah. at the same spot. And then they all end up with the same shots. But... I don't know, for if me, it was a physical scrum, who would you put in the front row? Sven. Would you put him in the front row? Oh, no, no. In the front row. Boris. Would you? Yeah. I could yeah. just imagine Boris in the front row with yeah. a durry hanging out of his mouth. <laughs> He'd burn people. He's, yeah. a, scra- he's a scrapper, eh? <laughs> um, but yeah, put Sven in the back. He's a, he's a prop, isn't he? Well, that a prop we, is we, the front we, row. Where would you put Duncan? 
Uh, Lift right out. Num- number 10. Like, he'll be, he, I could see him as a good locking combination. He, he's, a, he's an Andrew Mittens. He's a little guy. We don't really know much to talk about world champs because it's still a couple of weeks away or whatever. But what do you mean? Lens are high. It's an existing venue. Yeah. We I've, I've, said everything, I've said everything I'll ever say about Have you got it? Got that in front of you? Who, who you got? Got to watch out for the snails. Or is it worms? I can't what? remember. The reason they haven't got new tracks and the oh, way the track goes that, because yeah. of the protected mm. worms. Oh, okay. Who have I got? Yeah, who you got? Who's taking home the Rambos? Mm. I, I have a few... Perion's got to be yeah. dangerous. You guys heard of Amory Perion? He's got to be dangerous. <laughs> He's done quite well this year. And and there's nothing about Lenza Hyde that would make me think like he wouldn't be good there. Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Conor first win on, out of world out of world champs. That's that's what Loic did. Totally possible. Yeah. I can see Loic being a real threat as well. He's uh, good when it comes to those. Laurie, Laurie Greenland. Very good. Another Laurie one. was good there. Yeah, he he's good there. first time. Minar. Minar. Gwyn. Gwyn's a good. <laughs> I see. Gwyn, Gwyn, I, just, name, I, just I have this feeling that Gwyn will never win a world championship. Yeah. I just feel like he has some sort of curse against him because he just doesn't seem to be able to pull like pull everything together for Worlds. There's a lot of contenders, actually. There is. It's pretty wide open just thinking about it. Because your majority of your top guys are all healthy. Mm. It's the end of the season. Yeah. I mean, there's anyone could do yeah. it. Brooke? That was yeah. I was gonna say. I reckon he's probably Fuck, that'd be awesome. he's actually probably a danger man. Yeah, to be honest, because that's a pretty loose track, and he could if he you know he can hold it on the edge, and yeah. Mm. I'm I'm gonna show Troy. show my um complete naivety in mountain biking. Have we ever had an elite men's world champion from New Zealand? No, no, no. not even not, e- not even like right back in the day. What do you mean not even close? Sam Blinkensop's got podium at world champs. Oh, he has to it. Um, Champery. Champery. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I stand corrected. No, I'd say the closest apart from that was maybe a sixth place. I think Justin got it at Valdesol. Yeah, and then another guy got 13th at Valdesol. Was <laughs> <laughs> that? What about junior world champs? Yeah, we've had a couple of those. Yeah. Ken yeah. Cole, yeah. Brooke McDonald. Are you, I can't tell if you're kidding. Are you kidding? Uh, no, most of the time. Scarlett not. Hagen. Oh, Vanessa man. Corey. Yeah. Do you even know Cam Cole rode down him? <laughs> Who's Cam Cole? Yeah, exactly. exactly. Um, he's that guy that works for uh, for Santa Cruz, isn't he? No, yeah. he builds trails for he's Trail Pro. He's a marketing guy, right? What does he know about that? Does he? Don't know. Um, hey, do you guys follow Reese Wilson? No. He he put up a post on. Oh, do I you know, know that all, all ro- know rides is CR five hundred? That's all it's Rob all talks about. Yeah. All he does is run Bernie. But Reese Wilson put up. Well, I thought it was a really interesting, like, stats post. Um, so he was, like, seven races, and his race time is exactly 25.482 minutes. So that averages seven races at 3.64 minutes per race, which means, like, his whole career, like, his whole yearly career is based on 25 minutes of actual, like, paid work. And, and like, he, you know, talks a lot about stress and career and mental process, but, like, just that whole thing of like his whole year is 25 minutes like of actual racing that's of the time that sure. counts so if, if he gets a puncher or you know mm. the, the weather changes or he is a mechanical or something well, yeah, you've got 25 minutes to play with I think that's pretty interesting I don't know just a 
Would you say that, that's just like that's race time though? Yeah. It's working. That's just race. Time. That, that's just as race time. Yeah. But, but I mean, obviously, really, it's not like that. the only just thing that up. really matters though is the race time. Yeah. So I, if I he shifts the bed like, on every single race, then he's not going to get a ride next year. He's not yeah. going to get a team. Is oh, hundred percent. I reckon it's the most it's one of the most stressful jobs ever. Yeah. That's Imagine just at the end of the year, like you've done a pretty good job, and they're like, you know what, Kieran, see you later, mate. You got to go find another job. But don't worry, you're going to be doing the exact same thing for someone else. I was about to have a fist fight with a team manager. You did? Yeah. All right, go on. <laughs> but imagine it in like a normal, no, no, hang on. In a normal job. I think Kieran's got a story. <laughs> well, for the two people that are still listening now. Yeah. Was, I've got some questions too, by the way. This is Mont Saint Anne, 2009. This is, this is both a year and a track that we've talked about tonight. So it's not on. good. <laughs> I was on the Extrusion Intense team. And did you like that boy? So the we'd been on we'd been on the M6 Evo all year, which was a prototype of the you know what the M6 was at that point, and it was pretty awesome. And they bought out the 951, and um, so like yeah, you guys are gonna race the 951? So like cool, looks good, looks like an awesome looking bike. Get it built up, could not get it set up right. It was real odd. Qualified. 81st mm. not good uh, what was the what was the cutoff in 2009 80. oh no mm. went to Bromont the next weekend well actually it was after that race and it was after Mont Saint Anne and we'd just been told that we wouldn't be going to the final race in Schledming anymore because we hadn't performed <laughs> so there was no Schledming and then I can't even remember exactly what it was that came up, but yeah, it got it got pretty aggressive. He was pretty drunk, and um, yeah, I ended up basically locking the door to my bedroom by wedging my bike between the wall and the door so he couldn't turn back up later on. So yeah, it was interesting. That was a shit end to the season. I got fucking smoked at Bromont. Didn't come close to qualifying there. Um, you got you, drove, got you drove across the country. That was the best. That was the highlight. We drove from. You got told off, and you naughty boys can't go to Schlebing. No yeah. racing for you. And did you drive across the country with Grizz? Grizz and Mike Davis. Mike D. Yeah, we went to. Um, we did the Sturgis bike rally. We went to Niagara Falls. We went to Mount Rushmore. Glory days. <laughs> yeah, that was a good trip. Great American road trip. But so you didn't punch him. No, but it came really close and shit was pretty awkward after that. We did, made up the next year though. Did you race for them again? No. 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 That was they burned those bridges. Yes. James, questions. Yes. Rightio, seeing Dan's not here, it's just you, Kerry and Jay. I had some for Dan, but... Can, can, we, can we answer Dan's questions? Um, I've lumped in the good ones into your right, nice. questions. Great. Okay, so we'll start with KB. Which is worse, KB? Advertising your new Instagram post or liking your own post? Ooh. <laughs> We're talking advertising it in the story. Yeah, Someone not... in this room does it. I do both <laughs> of those things. Those are Instagram staples. They are not staples. They are staples. I, think, I don't need to I be think told I hate about your post. post. I think I hate the story one the most because I don't notice the liking one really but I wonder so so the god I hate the story <laughs> <laughs> on my personal account I follow a lot of like landscape 
or like Instagrammy Instagrammers, and every time they put up a post, it's new post up. So like that's all the story. Why though? But I'm never going to go from someone's story to go and look at it. Holy crap! Freeriding Z's got a new post. Better go look at it. Like because it bumps engagement. Does it? Yeah. I scroll. Show me the stats. I scroll Instagram so mindlessly these days because it is so much of the yeah. same bullshit. It, and also, you're so saturated with good like content oh, that yeah. you're just like, oh, everything. And really that's good. a real shame, eh? Because does it now? It takes away from like the skill and stuff. It's that, it's that, fucked. Like after a yeah. World Cup practice day now. Everyone's saucy stats. That's just a screenshot. After a World Cup practice, everyone's just posting all their shots because they just get sent a Dropbox link from all the photographers. And it's like boom, here's all this content. These this these stats are spiking after every podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It makes total sense. It does. Is that I don't I when, don't when know it when it goes up, does that mean anything? Saturday was yeah. good? Is yeah, that just that's after you... podcast release. Uh, Friday podcast release. That generally means nothing. Uh. This means no more money for me and no more friends. That's what it means. Um, but, you know, you've got to... Because I get probably nearly double the engagement on my stories that I do get on my posts. And because of the way that the posts work, um, the algorithm, you know, Instagram algorithm, mm-hmm. it might not serve you up the post that I just did. But if you watch my stories, then that'll come up and you'll be like, oh, I haven't seen the post from Forever New Zealand. That's really exciting. And then you'll go and look at it. But you won't. I got, <laughs> but you won't. I got sent a box of um, supplements in exchange for two Instagram posts last year. Did you do them? Yeah, I just did two Instagram stories. Did you? Yeah. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> I paid you out about it. Yeah, of course. I wouldn't expect any less. Tall poppy syndrome. That's, basi- that's basically the most I've made out of Instagram. So thanks, thanks Instagram. I got... Absolute black hit me up, and I got some chain guides and nice. some chain rings. That was pretty cool, actually. I was stoked about that. Yeah, see, if you were, if you were liking your own posts and you post up on your uh, story, there's no way I can like my own posts because of this guy to my left. Imagine <laughs> you the would get now. ruined. You've, you you get got ruined. To, you've got to like your own posts. That's one, one more. You, or start <laughs> three or four different ghost accounts to like your posts to really get that stuff going. Hmm. I might start like three hundred of them. Yeah. So people do you guys like know what shit? Instagram pods are? Faye Gench likes this <laughs> J dot French one who's that alright Jay I got another question when are you and Pink Bike going to go one out <laughs> uh, never because Pink Bike won't talk to me anymore they didn't invite me to their party at the GLC did they have a party pretty dark about that is this, like the, is this like oh. the monster party did you not get a wristband? Didn't didn't get a wristband. So one of their filmers was like, "Oh, bro, come come to the party tonight. We'll have some beers." I was like, "Oh, I can't." So we invited. He's like, "I'm inviting." I was like, "Got a wristband for me?" He's like, "Oh no, I don't. Sorry." <laughs> so yeah, no invite for the to the GLC party. Ooh, pretty you still got this sticker on your podcast. yeah. Okay, Kerry, what's your favorite generic Instagram downhill account? You know how like dh underscore life. Is this is this like? Let me see what my latest. Let me see who my go latest. Go through like that search thing. While you're looking, can I ask Jay a question? Yeah. Before before is it ironically, oh, yeah. or actually? They're all the same. I never I'm, look I'm at fairly sure they're all the same. Yeah, because I think you might uh, have an idea, but mtb dot life dot is my latest. That's a, follower. that's a strong one. I like that. They got eleven point four thousand followers. Legitimate these, followers? No, no shit, no. What are these people doing following them? 
Uh, I bet we can all find one right now that's um, that are different. Um, yeah, I've got two. I've got two. Oh, um, I just got. I just nailed one. Downhill Planet. Uh, cycling underscore X Pro and Cycling dot Those repost every shot, including these ones of skiers. Downhill underscore. Nice. Downhill underscore memes. Once again, us scrolling through Instagram makes great radio. radio. Yeah, but I can edit that shit out. Uh, right, you had another question. Oh, hang on. Yeah, okay. Jay. Hello. Nikolai Rogatkin obviously won Crankwick Slope Style. Did he? When he celebrates, is someone going to get knocked out? Because he just punches the air <laughs> in a real aggressive manner. Did you know that's a real reason that he doesn't have a peak on his helmet? Because he punched, punched it off. Punched it off. <laughs> he's, I feel like he's got more than one helmet. I feel. I also think he's got a discount shoulder doing that. Does he? Does he also have the worst helmet? Just that... Awful well, round X Dubai sponsored. But any helmet Fucking in the world goes from a great helmet to the worst helmet ever once the peak comes. Yeah, basically. It's just yeah, it's Nikolai can eh? What a guy! He guys can do some shit though. Like he is insane. He's done some stuff, doesn't he? He's like I, I would. I don't know if he's a good bike rider, but he is a fantastic gymnast. Man, he can do some tricks. Mm. But then you watch Brett read it, and it's like ballet. Yeah, him and like Seminok, obviously. Sorry, we can't mention him on the podcast. He was just there's a band. Yeah, we're banned. But yeah. he's like he, he's an, very an embargo. Reader's very much like him, eh? Yes, yeah. he is. becoming more like him. those. Those two were. It's kind of it's a bummer that Seminok doesn't really do much in the way of competitions because those two were like pretty neck and neck. I don't know. Now they just they have a competition of who can put out the most interesting film things. Seminoaks are like the only thing mountain bike things I watch apart from watching old Earth and Clayporter movies on YouTube <laughs> sad it's so sad it's oh, not sad it's so good it's good oh, alright yeah. next question lucky I'm here to like represent the voice of modern mountain biking I'm gonna have to come up with a history question for you to finish on the anyway. voice of modern mountain biking KB yes did you see Troy's mudguard in the final he had he had what I think was like a mask up but he also had one of those old school when you put the tube between the no way the and the um, top ah, impressive I missed that good good work Sorry, bringing that, was that back a, Troy that was just an aside yeah Talk- it's like there's some 2010 stuff yeah. right there talking of modern mountain biking since you guys don't know anything past 2010 what uh, <laughs> do you know who Fabio Wimmer is did you just he does did some, you just drop a name he does some tricks doesn't he he did bit that snow trick, Bit of a trick rider? Yeah. So he, he's kind of like Danny McCaskill's yeah. thing mm. turned like, oh, I've got a big bike and started doing it. Did you know that he has 1.5 million subscribers on YouTube to his Jesus. cycling videos? He is the uh, most followed bike athlete that exists on is he? social media. He's half a million um, Instagram followers. That's a lot. He's 20, 21 or 22 years old. Wow. I've <laughs> so I, I was shooting with him. Is that why you were tagging the bejesus out of him? No, I, I, I he was a client, like through a client, I had to shoot with him, and I kind of was like, oh, I've heard of this guy, Austrian dude. Yeah, he, he's like Danny McCaskill, got some tricks, you know. And we were just talking, and we we're talking about YouTube. And I was like, oh yeah, it's so hard to get subscribers. Like, how many have you got? And he's like, oh, one point five billion. I was like, billion, million. We're yeah. not talking the free road and Z ones. I've got two hundred and ninety nine. Nice, yeah. nice. I think I've got about 30. I'll see how much the re- old Red Door Racing websites have got in subscribers. <laughs> but, like, this is the thing. And, and Finn's into the vlogging now, so he's going to 
crank Long up a life. big uh, big audience. Good. Where were we up to? Okay. Uh, yeah, oh, no, Jay. Fender. Jay, where do you stand on Mays winning in wet weather pants? <laughs> I thought they were just Alpine stuff. Yeah, pants. I thought they were just normal pants because um, someone called him out about that. I'm, I'm pretty like, sure they were weather pants, eh? They weren't really baggy or anything. Yeah, I, well, they I like, thought they were just ugly, kind of baggy pants. I'm all for it. I love a set of wet weather pants in the rain. Yeah, because obviously then on the boat, uh, when he was sitting in the hot seat, like his knee pads were all I think clean. it would have been great. It would have only been interesting if he was wearing one of those like onesie dirt suits oh like a yeah like they used to be a real new zealand down old fashion yeah they yeah. used to wear like the painters ones eh? yeah the old white painters it's ones. Big, big eh? or the like dark blue ones as well mm. i thought that would be that would be a good that'd be good stuff no, yeah, no right. i think either. i think he had plastic wet weather pants on yeah those are they're, they're sweet is that the first person ever to world cup and it's like, got to be wet weather it's pants. got to be good on him totally good on him so that is that it from you no no, this is this is a question from Nathan Shearer, and it's a burning one. Um, KB, what, <laughs> what's your up. biggest accomplishment? Winning the most improved junior in 2002 or an elite national title. Now, Nathan also said that 2002 title was his. Yeah, now that I know that he... It's become a lot more of an accomplishment now that I know that he was so positive that that was going to be his most improved junior title and I won that I'm I'm pretty proud of that one but unfortunately I don't have the trophy anymore because it was like a revolving one that went to the person next year that's bullshit it only lasted for like three years so I don't know who even ended up with it but do you know I was always real bummed that I never made it into that end. you know the pamphlet they'd put out at the <laughs> start of the national season god that was good <laughs> I wanted to be in that. I don't know if I ever this made is how, it This is how old, old we are. This they used to so send around a pamphlet, like so a, a race book. You would pre 16, 16 years ago. Yeah. Good stuff. So eh? you would, Half my life. Good stuff. You would pre-enter the races, like national races, and they would mail you out a, like this little pamphlet, and it had each venue, yeah, it had a track, a track map, map it oh, had like... Man. We're talking pre-internet, like pre-like everyone has the yeah, internet yeah. All the And time. it would like give you all the like places where you can stay and all oh, that sort of stuff, so and it was like cool. such a highlight, you'd go Phone through numbers. and read all that stuff. Oh, I miss print. Yeah. Bring back oh, like, print. How did anyone ever get anything done? I know. What did you do, like take a photo so and a film good. camera and get it, it was developed so good though, and you had to wait for movies to come out yeah black and white photocopies of pictures brilliant yeah brilliant. those were the days those were not the days <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so sad we need to get someone else who's like into modern downhill. a little bit current yeah <laughs> hey we're into it you kind of like it's okay it's not what it was 10 years ago though 10 years ago let's talk about Bromon in 2009 shall we, shall we <laughs> okay Nico us. Yeah. When he was riding V Process, his yeah. own bike company, how yeah. old do you reckon he was about that point? That would have been too Like, just a shot in the dark at his age. Uh, like, 24? You fucking bang on the money. Yes! He had, he was winning. Like, he was already, like, a legend of downhill racing. He'd and already made a, his own bike. And owned his own bike company at 24 years old. What am I doing with my life? Jay doesn't look impressed with this... With this trivia no but it it, it, uh, reminded me of a non-downhill fact Nino Schurter 30 World Cup wins yeah he's gnarly he is gnarly I don't know how he stays at the top that long actually also Rachel Atherton most most World Cup titles out of anyone men or Mm. women she's beaten Anne Caro hasn't she that is crazy Uh, and on the XC front and 
This is for Eddie Masters. Yolanda Neff is coming to New Zealand for the uh, Fucker 100 next year. Oh. You know Excuse who Yolanda Neff is? The what 100? The Fucker 100. Excuse me? <laughs> so, <laughs> are you part of this event or? <laughs> yeah, Eddie wishes. Um, do you know who Yolanda Neff yeah, is? Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah I think she's, she's also. Some, she spent some time in Christchurch a yeah. few years ago training here with Anton. Yeah. Speaking of Anton. <laughs> Did you see his crash at Mount St. Anne? No. Have oh, you not heard about this? Yes, I did. And KV, you, you, you I've been there. I know what he's. I know what he went through. Did you? Do you know about this? He tore his scrotum. No. Oh. And he oh. finished the race. Oh. Yeah. No. He was battling. He was battling for, for the lead. lead. With a torn scrotum. No, no. He no. crashed. Battling for the lead. He was flying too. What, what did he do? Uh, crash in that like gnarly rock. That's the one underneath the chairlift, isn't it? Underneath the chair. Yeah. Remember we were there that year? Did he, he, did he catch it on like a handlebar or I a stem? I think the bike caught him. Yeah. From what I something hit something Fucking on the bike. Fucking edgy. Oh, dude. Mm. Got some stitches in there. Mm. When I was when I was at high school, sixteen years ago, um, David from my PE class were playing indoor volleyball and he jumped up and caught the edge of the. Uh, volleyball net and if you know anything about volleyball nets they have these hooks yeah. that you hook onto yeah. Yeah, and he caught the hook into a scrotum no. and just no. right open no. man we've gone off track but let that be a warning to you Rob Venables <laughs> don't play volleyball I uh, just protect your scrotum I tore mine open in 2099 maybe you? riding a bike so it's like but it's all turned out alright you've got a keep so yeah. it so turns yeah. out I'm very was it Vero? Vero? yeah still yeah. very virile uh, he's quite blonde though is it yours yeah it might not be okay. um, but you're blonde <laughs> I'm, I'm more ginger than blonde <laughs> <laughs> was at a national before I was really racing and I was on this rigid that was way too big for me and went through I was just out there riding and hanging around probably just being a general pain Peace. and rode that finished on the four cross track and I went to go through the double the last double on the track went a little bit too fast not trying to jump it trying to roll it because it was a big bit for me then front wheel into the back of the landing blew my feet off slid up the top tube and it was back in the day when the cables the derailleur cable or the brake cable yeah, was on the top the tube little round, the little round those little tags pilot. that hold yeah, yeah back when it wasn't like four hose tore it open oh. four stitches did you ride so did you ride home with it yeah I had to ride home yeah. never mind the physical pain what about there was the, a lot of the embarrassment yeah. of having to be like, I've ripped my nuts open. I was like, oh no, <laughs> I've, I've cut my leg open. I've got to go. Yeah. Because I'm like sitting there on the ground, put my hand up and I'm like, oh, there's blood on there. I'm like, oh, it's from my leg. Yeah. And uh, I had to go home and, yeah. and you had to tell, tell mum that I took my scrotum open. Can yeah. she please send me to the hospital? They had to tell the hospital that you'd ripped your nuts open. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been, sh- how old were you? 12. Oh, that's a real that's a real bad time yeah, as a teenage like, boy. Yeah, it would have been well. 99, I reckon. Oh man, <laughs> did you get a female nurse? Yeah. Oh no. I think she, I think <laughs> oh, she went no. and got a male one. From uh, awkward. Those are the days, man. All right. Well, for anyone who's actually listened this far, Just who I think is no one, yeah, I, I can't wait to be like. So on this week, we talk about scrotums. <laughs> Torn scrotums. Uh, yeah, it's been great having you here, James. Thanks, mate. Uh, you should come down every week. Ronda Lenz hard. We're on Delane's side. Yeah. Imagine yeah. if we had Are we Dan doing here, one though. after that? Oh, that would be such a, a, long, a long podcast. It's been four We'd of still us. be talking about live valve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we should. But um, it is good when he's in. I think we should, have a, we should have a uh, world champs chat. 
And then do we do we throw in a little EWS after the EWS final? We didn't even talk team rumours. Oh, shit. Oh, oh my god. Dewey, fuck. If anyone has been lucky to make it this far. Yep, alright. This is what I'm hearing. Gwyn, gone from YT. Gone. Wholesale changes. Back to Trek. Oh my god. In the most bizarre move. Can you believe it? In downhill history. And this sounds like it's basically stamped and that sounds like that is also where Loris Vergier is going. To Trek. Yeah. Rob made, Rob Warner made the remark at Mont Saint-Anne during his run that there's been rumours he's leaving and this sort of here that him, Loris and Gwyn off to Trek, uh, Dean Lucas to YT and Atherton's off Trek and onto Marin. The fuck? Yeah. It's a very British move. Eh? The UK loves marriage. So I know, it's, it's crazy. It goes off over there. Yeah. I was thinking about it. Do they even have a downhill bike? No, nah, but I was thinking They'll about this. What if they just say poly- that It'll be that polygon thing. style yeah. thing because Marin have that trail bike right. which she is the same shit. So it'll be some horrific looking bike. Right. Really? Gwyn back to Trek. Mm. So have... Supposedly Trek are taking their race team back in-house. Have like Trek, Trek won... Uh, have won a championship or a race since Gwyn? Not in the men's, I don't think. Obviously, they've won everything with Rachel. I don't think. I don't think G's won since he's since I've been on Trek, has he? Nah, last time he won was in Cairns, and he would have been on a G's GT. Yeah. yeah, so I don't think Trek has won since he left. Gwen off YT, man. Mm. So how much? It was money such a weird offering? fit, though. I mean, him and YT. YT, like YT's the we don't give a fuck, like rock stars. You know, we go out and party, and Gwyn's like the straight-laced, God-fearing American. Great, great, um, great entry into downhill World Cups for mm-hmm. them, though. To like, yeah, yeah, it's kind of did the job. The, the, the yeah, Dino exactly. thing's a bit weird because you know, Dino's had a great run with Intense, and mm. they've stuck with him when he's been down. Yeah, yeah. but you got to think when you if you, you know, coming yeah. in off some results, then you want to get. If someone paid. wants to take, they're like, oh, we're replacing Gwyn with. That's some big shoes to fill. Yeah. Any any anything else? What do you think? That's the only ones I've heard. I mean, so there'll far. be more next time for sure. Yeah. Mm. That was. That well, was you've already dropped one, Scott. Oh, Vel- yeah, and then also it sounds like this. It sounds like Scott may be going back to more like an in-house program, right? And not through the Velo Solutions deal. So like it'll be a factory Scott race team. How but, long has Scott been with Velo Solutions? A long time, eh? Since I was racing, are we talking like Ari Barrett yeah. days? Two, you know Ari Barrett. Yes, is. I do know. Ari so Barrett. this it started out as the Scott Eleven team. Yeah, and not two, through riding. Two thousand, two thousand nine. Yeah, but they well, they they went Solutions then, were they? No, it wasn't. The but it, it's, it is yeah. the same team. Yeah. Claudio has owned and run it or whatever. Yeah, it was. Yeah, originally it was the Scott Eleven, and yeah. then it's kind of gone through. So yeah, two thousand and nine would have been their first season. So, they've been around a while. Mm. So, who the fuck's going to be riding Santa Cruz? Just Luca. Who cares? Greg. Greg Minar. Greg's going to retire. Who so. cares? Greg will be back next okay, year. Okay, who cares? Yeah. <laughs> Damn it, he won't bite. <laughs> as long as Minar's on Santa Cruz, you don't care, right? Yeah, I retire when he retires. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, gonna, I'm just going to sit in my room and listen to the Egos My Hero yeah. by the Foo Fighters. <laughs> And on that sad, sad note, <laughs> I think it's time to end. Yeah, let's call it. Man. It's been great. No one's listening. Thanks anymore. for listening if you've made it this far. 
Do we want to? If you've listened this far, please DM Karen. Yeah. With your favorite Foo Fighters song. Slide into KB's DM. Yeah. Yeah. Send KB Karen Bennett thirty six on Instagram. Send him a message. What's your favorite Foo Fighters song? Yeah. Let me know. I always feel weird that we don't sign off with anything. What do you want? Like we're just like this. Who? Firstly, we always say I don't listen. No one's listening this far. And then that's that's what we sign off with. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like you listen to podcasts, right? Or yeah. a lot of the podcasts I listen to just kind of like leave you hanging they just sometimes well, we used to sign off how would you off sign with, off Kevin? well once we signed off with um, I've been Karen Bennett you've been great <laughs> um, I don't know probably pro just play a highlight reel highlight reel yeah what about a clip from Talladega Nights <laughs> something I want to get off my chest <laughs> it's about that time you went to community college Anyway, we're done. Great ending. Perfect. Yeah. Nailed it. Red Dog Racing, Kieran Bennett 36, Free Run New Zealand. We're out. <laughs> At Frey Gench. <laughs> <laughs>